Extreme PC UK. Why, hello and welcome to episode 143 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK, right across the galaxy. And today on the show, we have... Gamer25, we're doing an elite thing. And Klaxon. I thought I was waiting for someone else, but there's no one else here. That's why I've had to shuffle Gray over a little bit. I feel like it's a lot of pressure, that intro. (laughs) How do you think if it was for me? Yeah, he has to do the grand introduction. Should we do, just just for a, you've got the notes. Let's let Klaxon do one. Do one what? Do one what? You're going to do the intro. The whole intro or just his name again? And then you're going to do it, yeah? So you've got the episode, the date, yeah? And then you've got to introduce us. (laughs) Right, let's see if we can do All this. Right, right. Here, we, here we go. Two, one, action. Hello, lovely people across the internet. It's episode 143 on the 11th of November, 2021, and this is Extreme PC UK. I'm Claxon. <laughs> right, that's my job gone. He can have it. All I have to say about that one is sacked. He didn't. <laughs> no, but he didn't say he didn't say Extreme PC UK podcast at the beginning. He said it at the end. I know. I'm just keeping that was pretty trash. good. It was pretty good. Right, let's try Gray then. Let's go, Gray. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Welcome to Extreme PC UK podcast, episode 143, the 11th of November, 2021, and on today's show is. You didn't say Extreme is, PC UK. Is <laughs> I did at the beginning. I said it. Oh Nick, my go God. and listen to it. I'm only I doing this really it. because what I'm doing is I'm training them up. So when I'm busy, I can get them to do it. That's it At this yeah. rate, I'm going to get one of those front spots on the stream. And well, if you Gray's had a green screen, you could be on a front spot. Oh, is that all it takes? Or it, or actually, you don't even need a green screen. You just need an NVIDIA gra- graphics NVIDIA. card and not AMD. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. To go there you go. There's now. one reason to have NVIDIA over AMD. We're probably, two minutes in, and we're already talking about AMD there's, versus NVIDIA. There's got to be some other software out there that'll do it, too. That can't be the only one. I don't know. I would, think, I, would, I would think. I've still got them fiery tunes in my head, and I bet Jansen has as well. Right, let's we're, get into this, because we've got lots of stuff to talk about. And we've got some really, really exciting stuff to talk about. Well, it's exciting to us and uh, the group in the Discord if they're involved. Cheers, Cider Bob, for them 100 bits right in early in the door there. Really appreciate it, man. Right, the first thing I want to get onto before I get into the second thing I'll get onto, and then the third thing, because I've got three things that are important to say. <laughs> the first one, Twitch London. When was the last time anyone went to Twitch London? That's got to be over two years ago now, isn't it? I was going to say, at least a year and a half, right? Yeah, so they announced that in London, Twitch London is a, um, it's like an event, but it's not like your show event. It's an event where... You go and meet up all the Twitch streamers, affiliates, people that view streams. Uh, some businesses turn up, but it's basically a big piss up in London that turns. It starts off at five o'clock and it's like a bar and everybody chills and they talk and have a laugh. And then as it goes on into the night, they have like a big DJ set. They get a really good DJ in and basically it turns into like a massive like rave, basically. And it's amazing because you've got all the streamers there. You've got all the pe- people that you recognize. Um and it's just one of our events that we do every year. Um, every single person's welcome to come and meet us. All you've got to do is just literally, um, you've got to get a ticket from them first. And if you can't get a ticket, you're still more than welcome to meet me and Jansen. We meet up at 12 o'clock on uh, the Thamesis Dock boat, which is on the South Bank in Vauxhall. Um, we'll be on that boat from 12 till 5. If you just wanted to come in, have one pint and then go, if you can't get a ticket, you're more than welcome to do that. 
uh, me and Jansen will be down there. We normally have a massive crew of us, but as COVID hit, I think it's it's like a lot of people ain't on it as much anymore. So we'll still be going. We'll still be waiting there. Um, and everyone's welcome to come and meet us for a beer and chill. And then at five o'clock, we'll be walking over to the venue, which is under um, Waterloo Station. Uh, and basically, we just go in there. If you want a ticket, you can go to Twitch London. I'm sure they're probably all sold out by now, but I'm sh they're free as well. But all you've got to do is use your Twitch login and try and log in and you might be able to get one. Um, and if you can, you can come with us. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You can come with us, but there are no tickets left. But you can come with us. No, because what they do is <laughs> they put out like every now and then they'll just go, right, we just dropped another hundred tickets, you know, oh, okay. for cancellation stuff. So just keep looking. And if you can get one, then you can come like, um, but other than that, like I said, you can come meet us on the boat and have a beer with us before. It's really good. We have a really good time. We all meet up together. Um, and it's, it's quite funny to be fair. We have a good night. Uh, I wonder how many people end up being there. Remember what was the other show? Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but there was like, like no one there and everybody wanted their money back. Oh, just re was, recently. Yeah, that was EGX, the recent one. And it was because basically um, all the expos are picking up again, but someone had to take the first leap of faith to see how it's going to go. So they went mm. storming in. Um, and then I think what happened was a lot of companies pulled out because they bottled it and left them with loads of ground, but nothing to fill. So, you know, it is what it is. You can't really change it. But if someone didn't take that jump, then, then no, it would have been the next person that done it. So, you know, and we're waiting to hear news about insomnia as well. There'll probably be an insomnia next year. Uh, we just wait to hear when and how and why. Um, they said, didn't they make an announcement? They said, I think they did say something about insomnia. They even uh, had like the number. Uh, what was it, sixty-eight or? Yeah. So it's yeah. from what my knowledge is, is it's going to probably be. I'm not 100 percent sure. It hasn't been confirmed, but it's probably going to be i68, and it's probably going to be around. I should think the same as normal, which is Easter bank holiday. Um, so that's why I think. Cheers, Mystic Dude, for them bits, and you're delicious. Cheers, man. Um, hype train hype train but um yeah so if anyone wants to come to that you're more than welcome to come with us um the next bit of news i want to quickly get into before i get into my really exciting news is um do you remember we left discord and we went to um gilded gilded briefly and the yes. community died and then we resuscitated it you brought the defibrillator and we pumped life back into it again by coming back to discord well the thing is we lost a few people over that and we, we, soon we soon regained them people. They came back. Um, but what I was going to say is, it's quite funny. They changed all the numbers for, for being a partner on Discord. Um, but we're on track again now. We've got like multiple yeses to being partner. So And we've gone up by about 200 people since then. So we've literally got 700 people in the Discord nearly. So what do they say the, the difference is now to get partner? I'm not sure what it is, but all I, know, all I, I don't even look at what the, what the stats are. All I look at is if we get a yes or a no. And at the moment, we're yes, 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 yes. So I'm not even going to bother. I'm not even going to bother trying to get partner because they're going to say no anyway because they're just dangly right. carrot like that. But what <laughs> is partner? What does that mean? So basically, like, when you get, get extra features? Yeah. So everything you get from Nitro, you get for free for everyone in that server. Um, and then what else happens is you get your own link. So it will be like discord forward slash extreme PC UK rather than all them numbers. And when you, oh, when okay. you go onto the server, you can have it all designed your own custom way. And you have a nice big header oh, at nice. the top with our picture and everything. So, but what happened is Claxon, cause this is before your time with us. Um, we basically had yeses for the last two years about being Twitch partner. And what happened, you go on, it tells you all your stats. It tells you if you passed or not to be a partner. Anyway, we signed up. I sent all the letters off and three times they rejected it. And then I, I was like, yes, 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 all the time. So 
then they text me saying, oh no, just keep trying, push a bit further. And what it is, they just want you to keep growing your Discord and them trying to get nitros out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and there's other ways I've said, I've spoke about it a lot, so I'm not going to go into it too much. But yeah, we're all back on track. The Discord is, is thriving again. We're busy every day. We've got people in and out every day. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's on Discord and everybody that gets involved because I really appreciate you all being there. Like just jumping in chat, it makes a difference because every, it counts how many people. You need to have 52 people a month jump into chat. It's individuals. So over the space of the 30 days, I'd have to jump in, jump out, whether it's a second or it's two hours. There's we were, We're currently around 56. You need to have 52 people jumping in and out talking. Um, and there's loads of stats like that to get it and we, we've gone above it yeah. and I think it's mainly because of what we're doing with Elite and how we're playing Elite and stuff but I'm not going to go on about that forever anyway because my biggest bit of news is and I know I normally say we don't talk about Elite and Star Citizen because we did get pretty deep into that rabbit hole didn't we for a little while but what I do want to talk about straight away is we are in Elite we got our faction into Elite now do you remember the last Ooh. podcast I read out the Extreme Order of Light and I read out what our backstory was. We actually yeah. went backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards for ages, but we got into the game and we've got our own faction in the game now. So anyone, even if you don't go in our Discord, even if you don't follow us or you don't play with us, you can go on Elite Dangerous now, look up the Extreme Order of Light and you can go and play with our faction and you can be part of a faction without us being there. All you have to do is go to uh, an area of space uh, system called uh, Limana. L-E... It is L-E-M-A-N-A, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, and basically, all you do... <laughs> light bulbs for everyone. And all you do is just follow um, the Extreme Order of Light and you just basically do missions for them and you'll be helping our faction. Um, it's so amazing. Like, we had all that stuff with um, Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen... But I've got to be honest, now I'm deeply into Elite Dangerous. The game has got so much depth. We've got regular players playing, teams of players every night. Like Claxon, I know you was you was looking on NMV the other day. I bet you was at work and you saw two full teams playing oh in my that days. game. How did you feel? Like poo. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was at work and I've never seen two full rooms of players before. And yeah, I, I got really upset. Did, did you, you have a little cry? Four? I did have a little cry, and then I cried some more last night, and then I came on today and felt better. He put a meme in there saying, what was it? <laughs> saying, I miss you all or something, wasn't the, it? The, the, the Pepe looking out the window. <laughs> and I put one in yeah. there with a candle burning and said, the extreme order of light. <laughs> we remember when you used to me. be in the group. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a whole day off. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, I've played, just to say how good um, Elite is, I've played 98 hours in this last two weeks. 98. Disgusting. So now you're up to what? 400? No, 500? That's a full job with Close eight to hours it. overtime. I just passed 1,300 hours. Yeah, but not I in don't two weeks. Look. That's, du no, I don't that's double. Look. <laughs> you know when you've done I don't want to look because I feel like it's a grounds for divorce. Yeah, yeah, you got that <laughs> right. You got it right there, mate. <laughs> Cheers, Mystic Dude. Uh, really appreciate all them bits you guys are putting in there. Um... Yeah, it is crazy. Now, what I want to say is we've got our own faction in game and I want to talk a little bit about how that faction works because it's so in-depth. It's like all of a sudden, Elite Dangerous was a space game. Then it turned into a first-person shooter game, which is really good. And now it's turned into a strategy game as well. But the strategy game is so, so deep and complex. It's like you need multiple spreadsheets to keep up with what you're doing. Um, and what we're doing in the game right now is, is 
we're in a system with seven other factions and we've got to work our way to the top of the factions but you can't just work your way up you've got to get into war and once you get into war with with the other factions you can then go into like um areas and have conflicts have ground conflicts these take multiple days they take multiple people and we're literally now got a plan where if you go into our discord um we've got dedicated rooms to different things so the new room that i've just put in is a room uh it's called faction goal and in that room it will say what you need to do if you're following our faction and i've tried to did you boys see it i've tried to keep it as simple mm-hmm. as possible i've deleted all the other messages in that faction room so that when someone comes to faction room uh the goal i can literally it will say right you need to go and take missions for the extreme order of light or it'll be like right we're already at the top of the list because this is what's going to be next we're already at the top of the list of factions for that area. For us to take over all the control in space stations, we need to get into a 5% difference of the faction that's got the station. So we need to either go against our own system or go go with the other systems, other people in the system. And I know this is all probably sounding really like confusing <laughs> to just everybody else, but it's really, really in-depth and we've got a whole way of following it and stuff like that. So I'm not going to go into it too much. But... It's just amazing. We've got our own game, our own faction in Elite, put in there by the devs, and now we can just take over the galaxy. One system at a time. Well, we've got to try and do one <laughs> system to start with. Yeah, I was going to say, like don't get own. too ahead of yourself. <laughs> it takes um, time, but it's fun. station yet. <laughs> well, the, um, good thing is, the good thing is we're playing for ourselves now instead of playing for everyone else. So it's now it's directly related to what we do. Which yeah. is cool. Um, definitely different. Yeah, Yoda says uh, that's definitely the most active game right now. And the thing is, we've been playing it for about a year. Um, obviously, when I got on and I started streaming, um, it got a bit bigger. But the crazy thing is, it's even... Like, it's an older game. And when you watch the game, it looks very basic. When you look at it, you probably think, oh, it's just him in a spaceship. Because you always see that screen most of the time. But it's not. There's so much. It's so much deeper than that. And people are so passionate about this game that... I've been streaming it and I've been getting between 30 and like 80 people over like the last four days, which is absolutely crazy. I've been streaming for like five years and I've always been the most like 15 people and all of a sudden it's just gone completely mad and it's genuinely people coming in that are so passionate about the game that they want to be part of the game and they're looking for crews and, you know, and and people, they've got so much information and the game's so big that some people have been playing it for like, great, you've played it for how many thousand hours? 1300 1300 hours and people come in and they're like oh great don't do that be like that you can do it like this and you're like what and you learn something new every day when we do yeah. it there's that how deep it is you know um and it like rectified just said on the surface the game seems basic but just hit one of them rabbit holes and you will see how deep this game is it does it goes <laughs> exactly. it goes crazy uh music zoo says robert space injuries just called you he said can you you can go bleep yourself Oh man, Star Citizen just actually had the 15 update come out. I need to check to see if all the ships are still there, if they've all been kicked because they wiped it all. They're um, all gone. But I'm not sure. But yeah, all I wanted to say is if anyone's got any questions about the faction, if anyone wants to join us in Elite Dangerous, if you want to be trained up how to do it or in one area, you know, that's what the Extreme Circle of Light does. We train up our uh, our new tier members and we get them out into space and working with us. We do Elite 101, and instead of you paying us, we actually give you space bucks. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that? It says Grey. It says Grey that hasn't given us anything for ages. Uh, I know. Half that fleet carry you have is is mine. 
<laughs> or is that the next thing then the next thing is now is he's, he's weighing up like he's breaking it into like percentages of what's his well look what happened we had we had one flea care of mine for the longest time now we got four it like quadrupled in like like no time enough of this fleet carrier talk i'm jealous i'm still raising funds what are you yeah, what are you gonna there. do when get you get there. your fleet carrier he doesn't have to do anything as long as he's got one he'll just be like cool i mean it's just like another dynamic to the game right um yeah. like passive income trade in that yeah. kind of thing right well, but I... well what we sh what we should do to be impressive is when we end up going to war with the whatever other faction if it's in another system bring all four fleet carriers there <laughs> just put them all around yeah, well, that's what we'll you go high. Do. We're, we mean business. Well, that's the thing about this faction. You'd imagine, like, when you first think you're going to get put in a game, you're going to be the leader of a faction. You and like, and when I say leader, I don't, it's, it's, uh, I don't mean like me bossing everybody around. I mean like just writing the notes to the people to get like, in, in the game. I'd assumed at the beginning there would be like a user interface where it's like this is our faction, taxes or whatever, blah blah blah. But it's not like that. There's no leader on the faction. It's basically as a joint group we have to do tasks. And we can do any task we want, but we will manipulate the background simulation to do what it needs to do. So, like, if we want to go to the top of the table out of the seven people, and and we're still not controlling, the, we don't just get to the top to control the system. We get up, and then we've got to take over um, the, the biggest star station in that area. And the way to do that is to by causing conflict with another person. And once you cause conflict with them, then you can have a fight with them. It goes over a few days. And at the end of that, you might just then take over that station. Then if you want to go to another system, you and it's got like seven factions there, you need to bully one of them out. You need to find one that's not native to that area, bully them right down the list until they get so scared they disappear. Could take weeks, you know, and it's given us, it's going to give us in Elite Dangerous, it's going to give us direction into long-term gameplay, what we can do. And that's what I like about it. Yeah, it's just endless. There's so many game loops within game loops within more game loops. It's just great. Yeah. You never get tired of it. There's still so many things I have on my list to do. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, we haven't even done the Fargoids building yet. But anyway, yeah, what I'm going to say is, yeah. um, basically, let's move on. If anyone's got any questions about it, uh, feel free to put them in. But Elite Dangerous, it's going absolutely crazy at the moment. We've got so many people in. There's people playing around the clock. Uh, and... What I would say, if anyone does get in, or even if you play but you don't play with us, because um, if you go into open play, you can still you can still go and meet our faction and work with our faction and stuff like that. Just drop us a message on Discord and let us know that you're involved uh, or you're doing something on your own or or you're part of it. Or go on Inara and and click the button. If you go to Extreme Order of Light, which is our faction, you can just do it in the search bar on Inara. Just go there and just click on the, the button to say that you follow that faction. And then we can sort of tell how many people are doing work for us um, in the faction, which is really cool. Uh, and there's a lot more other stats there. I found out, Claxon, if you go to your fleet on Inara and you go down to Hangar and then you click um, on your um, fleet carrier or my fleet carrier, say, because you ain't got one. Yeah, it will tell you. Right <laughs> it will tell you who's on the ship. Oh, it gives it yeah. gives the player a name and says he has this many ships. So on I board. know that you've got like Pretty five cool. ships on my fleet carrier. Yeah, and I regularly use a toilet on your fleet carrier too when I oh, come through. Judah keeps messing it up, man. I have to keep cleaning yeah. that. Why do you keep going? Keep going with a poo above <laughs> the line. We have video of that. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, gone. They should they should have a control on the fleet carrier so you can just jettison ships out if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, that would be quite funny. Push the button, Claxon. But you sure goes all this shit. You, don't keep, you need to 
pay out, Gray, otherwise you will be kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I would like to um, get you in sharing the mission, because so, you're very close to getting your fleet carrier, aren't you? Yeah, I'm at like 4 billion, so yeah. a couple of billion more. Ah, the go. thing is, just as soon as you get 5 billion, just buy it straight out, because you don't need to upgrade anything on it. You can, the, you've can. you got to stop listening to Gray, he scares people. No, I don't. You do. You just say, said the way oh, you can't just do that. You need to get all this. You need to get all that. You need to get all no, this. I just, you scared I just him. Said the, I didn't scare him. He liked what I was talking about. I told him what I did. Bought it, outfitted, and put enough money in the bank to keep it running for a year. But I, you don't need to. All, all, all you need to do is get it, put your ships on it, and leave it like that. All you need is 20 mil. It's nothing. And then you can upgrade it. But all your, ships, all your ships will be where you need to be. I'm jettisoning your ass anyway. Get your own home. <laughs> Some of us can wait till Christmas to open our presents, uh, Nick. <laughs> we'll be bored by then. Right, anyway, um, let's move on to the news section because otherwise people get annoyed about talking about uh, Elite too much. Uh, cheers for all them bits, everybody there. Um, right, Gray, you've got some news to talk about, I believe. Yeah, this is actually something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. It may seem something simple, but Microsoft Windows Store is finally becoming more like Steam as far as games go. And what, what that means is... When I used to go on a Game Pass for PC, uh, Microsoft, I would always be angry that when I have to, to install a game, it forces me to have to install it in certain places. It forces you to have a folder called Window Apps, and you can't make any changes. You can't mod anything. You, can't, you have to do what they say, basically. Originally, they wouldn't even let you go to any other drives but the C drive. And then finally, they allowed you to go to other drives, but they still stuck you in restrictions to this Windows app every time you, you install a game. On, uh, on, the, on the PC. So they've now are apparently relenting to all this and they're going to soon allow you to install games anywhere you want, any folder you want. So can I install my games with... on Plaxon's computer to save space? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to allow you now to not worry about having to have restricted access to folders. You're not going to have to worry about putting in mods because a lot of people want to do games that can be modded. Now you can because they wouldn't allow that before either. So I thought that was something was long in coming. Can I ask uh, you a question? And... Yep. How have you found this out? Because I can't imagine you've been playing many Windows games, especially modding them on Windows. So how did you find this out? I, well, I basically know because when I was installing the games, uh, they, I kept on having this thing popping up saying, you know, permission to access this folder. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I got around that and accessed the folder because I know some hacks for it. But um, the point is, is that why should it keep doing that? bypass that straight away. Sometimes it wouldn't let you. It'd start throwing some other things up at See, you. So I just, I, I really? have, there's a little registry hack that I have that gets through all that. See, from but, what? The, but, it did, but it didn't matter. Even when you did that, if you wanted to try to mod or if you wanted to go to a particular folder, it had to go through the Windows app folder and then another folder that's got a, a name about this long on it. <laughs> it, it, was, it was just ridiculous. Can so now it's going to be more traditional. It's just that it's just nice to have something a little more easy, a little more traditional. And for those that do like the mod, now, they can mod if the game is available for modding, which they never could do. It wouldn't let them. So that's a big deal. So everything is, is going to go I that way I don't soon. know what games I would play through Windows. There's only, I only play Xbox if that class is. But... Well, that's what I'm talking about. Xbox Game Pass for PC. So everything, the Microsoft Game Store or Game Whatever is all part of the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. It's all one, one big family. Have you um, um, checked out the like installing Android apps? through the Windows Store yet. Is that done through there? I don't know. Couldn't tell you about None that part. None of us have got Android. No, but you can actually, I think there's some API where you can actually install Android apps that you would 
do on your phone actually on your computer. But why would we want uh, to do that? I don't know. Some people like Instagram and um, apps like that, right? But you just they want to just go on a browser for that. They want to play their mobile games on a PC. Hey, I, I don't have Android either, but there are some use cases. Candy Crush. I've seen people. Yeah, I've never okay. played that. I want to play it on my. I want to play Candy Crush on a 27-inch monitor with my with my 3070. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> you can see how many see how many instances of that game you can run before it slows down a little bit. Anyway, this is all supposed to be coming like very very soon if it's not already there. So. Good for them. Glad they did that. Right. Let's move on then. Um, Claxon, I see you've got some news as well, have you? Yeah, it looks like um, Steam Deck's been delayed um, because of shortages, shortages of parts. I can't parts. believe how many people bought it. Oh, God. Lots. They can't. It's just amazing. I know. I but feel why? similar. Like... It's no different of, to the uh, NVIDIA Shield, is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what GPU it has in it. It doesn't. It's just streamed but... from there, isn't it? I mean, I never leave my house anymore, so I don't really have... <laughs> I never leave like... my house. You never leave the room, don't lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, just you never leave there. the machine. That was what was so painful for him the other day, because he was <laughs> in his room at his computer watching us lot in there, but he weren't allowed in. The kids, the He's kids, like, but your kids banging on the, the window. Like, Daddy. Like, I want to come in. I want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't play with you now. Got to do And as he leave. goes to press it, he gives in. He goes to press it. He misses open door. Says, "Don't you touch that button. Get back to work." <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, one, one, of our, one of our own community members. I don't think he's in the chat, but Ericon got hit with the delay, so he's not. He's not too thrilled. Uh, mm. When he heard about it, he was one of the only people. I don't know how many people in our community actually bought one, but he did. So it'll be interesting to see it. Um, I think Mystic Dude didn't Mystic. He's out there. I think Mystic Dude was talking about it, or he did order it. I don't know if he's still out there. Maybe he'll uh, say something. Yoda's got a good, good thing though. Oh yeah, uh, he got the delay notice too. See, yeah. Yoda said, uh, "Dude, I can hide in my bathroom from my kids and play PC games. I gotta have it." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The thing is about this, like, there's so many things that are being delayed by this chip shortage right now that yeah. I don't know why these companies aren't just like. They're yeah. constantly having to send messages around delays. Like you'd think that they would take that into consideration with their release dates in the first nah, place. No, nah. no. You've got to realize how many people will be messaging them. You'll have one poor sod that's sitting there and his job every morning is to get up and go, oh, I really have to click that email button, don't I? Clicks it and blam, 10,000 disappointed emails. <laughs> Could you imagine how you feel when you go home at night after you've just spat there all day going, Man, where's my thing? Where's this? And you're just writing back, oh, sorry, we're delayed. Sorry, we're delayed. First of all, they, you know why they picked the date a little earlier than they really should, right? You know why they do it. It's to get people to buy the game, the, the thing now and get all their money up front. And then later they come in knowing they're going to they're gonna talk about a delay and they just go, oh, yeah. we're, we're delaying it. You really? You money to pay you, for it. You planned it the whole time that you were going to delay it. I, did. I think gate. Games are doing that as well. Like I feel like yeah. every single game, like even Final Fantasy the other day was delayed by two weeks. But they're not uh, dependent on a chip. I mean, it's, I assume they're working on their computers. So they're not, they're not chip dependent. That's just people that can't get the job done when they're supposed to. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is. Uh, Comic Con, um, co sorry, Comic Con just said, I was, I'm going to VW tomorrow and I bet they have no cars because of chip shortage. You'll uh, laugh, but apparently yeah, Ford... It's bad. Ford had something like, it was like tens of thousands of cars all under covers 
just sitting there because they couldn't put any uh, ECUs in the, in the cars. So they were just sitting there with no wiring looms in, which is crazy. Well, the the thing that was interesting was, and I, and I credit Ericon about this because he told, was talking to me about it, and I saw an article. Uh, the, the cars have become dependent on old technology and old chips. And these are the chips that are being produced for the cars. But what's happening is the chip companies are coming to them not just because of the delays in chips, but they're going, look, you've been using these old chips for years. We're, we've already moved on from that. We have new chips. Get with it. And so, I, so basically the car companies have been sitting on these old chips for so long that now that they have to upgrade, they, got, they get caught flat-footed when they should have planned better. So what's happening now is, is that is the electric cars are moving on faster now because why? The electric cars only take like one chip or one technology of chip, not several different technologies of different chips, just one. So everything is going to start going electric more and more. Yeah. There's, they've, well, already, they've already made announcements. I think, it was, I think it was Ford actually that made an announcement saying, yeah, we're going all electric because that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. you should have said that a couple Panda years ago. just said like fridges now use PCBs. Um, which is funny because when you do think about all the little things you don't think about as technology moves on is obviously we, if you went back 10 years, there wouldn't be many things that had motherboards and PCBs in. Yeah. But if you look about it now, you like, look at your TV, you've got quad core chip in your PC. Now soon it'll be like six core chips in your TV. Like he said in your fridge, because your fridge has got computers in it, in your car, like everything's got them in. So you've Mm got to realize these companies, I said it before and I say it again, these chips, they all a lot of the chips are used in multiple places. So what happens is they will look at where they get the best price for their chips. And I don't think the gaming market is that. So they're going to go right. to all these other, like a car, for a chip in a car. They're selling it. If you if your uh, ECU broke in your car, it's looking at like two grand, you know. If it was for a computer, it's a basic chip. Just that's it. You get just a chip, whatever. And I don't know if they're the same or if they're not the same ones. But just for example the price of what we would pay for a chip and their profit margin to a car chip, they're not going to give them to us. They're going to give them to them. You know what I mean? And you don't know what other stuff these chips are going in. They're in everything now. Well, the we're funny thing is... Start, is uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jackson. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, we're going to have to start taking our CPU out with us in our wallet and like when we get in our car, place, place <laughs> it in the, the car. And then, Quick fire. I want some ice Quick fire. fridge <laughs> put it in my fridge. <laughs> Or like the dockable hard drives. You're telling your wife you're going to go out to the car so that you can glue a PC in on a, on a motherboard inside your car. No, I'll be you're like, you like, can't hey, use wait, a car, wait. you've got to walk because I'm playing Elite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do exactly. Get, do you want to get something out of the fridge? Hold on a minute. Clunk, pull it out of the computer hey. and it goes. <laughs> Imagine how we're going to start upgrading our automobiles. Uh, motherboards, we'll have, to start, we'll have to start overclocking the chips in the car. Side of Bob says he's got <laughs> chips in his work grinder. <laughs> yeah, they're not the same kind of chips, though, unfortunately. RGB in the car. I'd like oh, to see that. Man. Oh, wow. God. Yeah, they'll be blinking. You'll be crashing into people while you're watching the lights. <laughs> gotta right, gotta adjust on. my RGB. Oops. What's your next bit of news, Gray? Uh, I don't have a next bit of news. I think Claxon does, though. Oh, right, Claxon's next bit of news. It's on the notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, rumor has it, I, I read this today, that um, NVIDIA... Rumor, be careful. I know. We like um, a little bit of rumor. I don't mind a little bit of gossip. Um, the 4000 series uh, GPUs, maybe they're talking of uh, Q2 in 2022. Yeah. Um, mm, April. So everybody saved their pennies. 
Mm. Uh, save I, your pennies. Yeah, you need to save your pennies because if you get that 4090 yeah. that they're talking about coming out is, they're saying that it's twice the size, uh, twice the um, power, power of yeah. a 3090. It's twice the clock's uh, like output power, like graphical power, but it's also twice, it needs twice as much from the PSU. They're saying you will need to change a lot of components in your computer to have yeah. that in there because it everything gets boosted. It's like putting a rocket in there. Um, and the other thing that's come out recently is as well with Intel um, is, have you heard about the, um, is it the uh, 12900K? Mm-hmm. It, it, they're, they're, they're so high, they clock, they, that they actually get so hot that there's no coolers out that can actually cool them down right now. Like, so they're saying don't overclock them right now. Man. Yeah, well, how good fact, is that? Some, I think that's such said, a wicked bonus. When the chip company says, just don't overclock it because it's just going to set on fire because it's so good. They just said, <laughs> uh, some company said good. that they can't overclock it. They've been trying to do it and they can't do it. No. They said, it's, they said they were saying it was impossible. Yeah, no, some company came out and said AMD, it. you weren't you? No, it wasn't. It was some company was saying it's impossible <laughs> to do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would it be impossible? They're They're claiming it's impossible to do it right now. I'm like, okay. I mean, I never heard of that, but mm. okay. I have I have this problem though when this new tech comes out because I definitely don't need it. I have good hardware, but when they release these new products, I just can't help but feel like my hardware is a little bit out of date, and it's just like that tease and it kind of That's annoys me. You having me a the bit. bug? You know what? I stopped doing that because I used to do that, and what would happen is I I've got a good system of how I don't do it like that now, but my old system of doing this was to you know like you get a mobile phone, don't you? When you get a mobile phone, you pay over the the three years or the two years contract that you get, you pay like nearly two grand for your phone and contract, yeah? Right. Which I think is ridiculous for a phone, even though I pay that much. I, I think it's ridiculous pricing and times. I don't think a phone uh, should be over three years. It should only be over one or two years max. Anyway, um, what I used to do is I would buy, I bought my first GPU like, on tick with a monthly payment for one year to pay it off or two years to pay it off depending on how skint you are at the time and what the best thing to do i see is is every two years just put it on that spread the cost for two years and every two years you just take out like a mobile phone it's a new new lease thing you get your uh card you sell the old one you get a lot of cash back for that one you do it again and what happens is every year you get a bit of money in your pocket you get the new card and you don't really notice it that much yeah Damn. I, I actually have a little bit of a PC savings account, so I just put a little bit of money in there. A wait month. a minute. Wait, wait. A PC savings account as opposed to a regular savings account? Yeah, it's not actually. That's I, the I one his missus doesn't know fund. about. I was, was going to say, yeah. a £20 note that he keeps getting in cash and putting behind that plant pot behind him. You hear me? Why it's do you think there's five plant now. pots in a row there? It's got money stashed behind. <laughs> That's this right. is my weedy puff growing do, do in you the background. Have a, do you have a glass jar buried in your lawn, you know, where you keep putting the money into it and then just pull it out? And No, but the spare room mattress, don't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, I just put um, a few dollars in there a month and then when I want to buy something, I just dip in. Dip in. Got it. Dip in. <laughs> Fancy it's like, a dip. It's like I said to my missus. Like I said to her, look, Christmas. And uh, like one thing that annoys me is um, Valentine's Day. I'm not into Valentine's okay. Day, so what I say is like, look, if you want something, don't get it at Christmas or your birthday. I said, if you want anything, just get it when you want it. Done. 
you know, and then there's no so worries. Sorry? So romantic. No, yeah, but that, that takes... <laughs> wait a minute. What about your anniversary? What about your anniversary? What about your anniversary when you met? Oh, what's when she tells me? You just pass it when she tells you? <laughs> <laughs> that must work well. <laughs> no, but like... Like I said to her, like I said to my missus, if I want a graphics card, a new one's there, I'll just buy it. But like I'm more like at Christmas, we'd be like, oh, let's just agree what we're gonna get and that, and we'll just we'll just get it when we want it. So much easier. Well, that I can understand. Because I otherwise, that. you know what? Like I'm but... telling you now, and this is 100% the truth. I'll go out and I'll spend like a lot of money on something, and I'll give it to my missus, and she'll be like, why are you coming that for? And I'll be like, I thought it was really nice. She'll be like, it's horrible. <laughs> Well, I can't that's, why they, that's why they have a return policy. Yeah. Do you know Don't what? be taking this my advice. My missus' family, yeah. When I first met, I've been my missus for 14 years, yeah. When I first met her, I went round the house for Christmas. She's got a massive family, so everyone's there, and I couldn't believe it. Like her, like her mum gives her or her sister gives her mum present. Her mum gives her sister present. They give it to each other. They open it. and They go, I don't really like that. Yeah, you have it back, and they give it back to each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. Ellen, do you want it? Yeah, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that though, because really? my Christmas well, is like receiving a present, really not liking it, but well, not being able to communicate that and being how like, old, "How old your kids?" Oh, um, Finn is five years old. So five years old. So you're at that point where all your good presents start going out the window. And now you start getting these shitty socks and pants. Slippers. <laughs> I mean, I need. You know, I'm at that age. Did now you be about to say I need pants? <laughs> no, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm at that age now where like I really appreciate the socks and the pants. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. You you might need the pants, you might need the socks, but you don't tell them you need it. What you tell them is you need money for games and for your PC. That's what you tell them. <laughs> I know, but you know, I, if I tell them I want PC parts, imagine them down the PC shop trying to get me a part. <laughs> it's yeah. a bit risky. Wow. I'd end up with You can imagine something. the man in the shop saying, These are the best parts and they're this much money yeah. coming back and you just got a whole load of crap. <laughs> and then you know, they actually might find out how much PC parts cost, which is a risk too. Well, how many, how many, how many presents roughly do you get on a Christmas day or whatever? Like four or five, right? Who me? Oh, no, Claxton. I get none. I mean, no, so how many? No, I'm just saying. Okay, so the, what you do is each person you tell one to get you a motherboard, one to get you a case, one to get you RAM, one, to, and you take care of the GPU. You're done. I get, Here's I get like a present from my kids. Actually, my my eldest, my daughter, she's uh, fifteen, and I said like she does a lot of like, how do I say it? She's she's not like most kids her age. She's well into like all the eight. Well, a lot of people are into eighties nowadays, but she's like wears all totally. She's like a bit of a skater girl, um, and she's not into boys and all that. And basically, um, I said to her like, look, if you're gonna get me something, get me something for my room that's cool that stands on the wall or something that's totally different. And now she follows my line of music, so I listen to everything. Yeah. And basically, she listened to a lot of stuff. And so, at comes Christmas, I got no idea, totally off her own back. Um, we bought, basically, my missus loves all old music and that. So, I bought her a record player. And with the record player, it came with loads of, like, old records. Like, stacks of them. Like, just vintage records, like, from all different people. Um, and so, my daughter went out and I opened my present up. And she got me um, Space Oddity David Bowie LP, which I thought was pretty cool. Cool. That's cool. That's good. On on vinyl, and I thought what's, fine? Oh, what's, totally what's vinyl? What well, you, should <laughs> so what's vinyl? you should know. You should know what was before. What was before I know, vinyl? I know. What is vinyl? Before vinyl, were those cylinders you had to crank up, and, and it just 
and a needle went on it. No, I had I had six hundred albums at uh, at one point. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like to be like Shaun of the Dead, you know, when the zombies come in and just throwing records at people. Oh, I'd love that. Well, as soon as CDs came in, then I sold them all. So I don't have a single record left. <laughs> I'd like to throw a few CDs as well. Man, well, look at everybody, everybody goes out and says, what's their new album? They don't say what's their new CD anymore. They just they always say album. They carry it over from before. Like, um, what's great. their new album? Great. Uh, album? Cider Bob put another question in. Could you add that to the list for me, please? Um, okay. <laughs> The comic says you end up with A and AMD build. Oops, did you already say that already? No, no, but I'm <laughs> laughing at Jay himself. Uh, Gray didn't have vinyl; we had a gramophone. He didn't have a gramophone. Yeah, there you go. Gramophone. That's it. He had his voice. That was it. In his time, it was one of them. Oh, that. You know? I've, I've seen a gramophone, <laughs> but I, I, but I never, I never had one. The, uh... no, like when you go in the church. <laughs> Gramophones. I remember. I remember record right, We need to move on. It's going right off. Yeah. Um, gramophone. Reel it in. Uh, what? Sorry, I was I was reading time. I was miles away from there. Anyway, right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I was on another planet for a second there. Just totally switched off. Uh, okay. Right, let's get into the games for this week. So, um, first, I think we need to talk about Claxton and Gray's game, um, which is fours or five. We'll talk about my little game afterwards. And now, I'm a bit annoyed because this game came out, but I was well into Elite. So I didn't get to play it. And then today I thought, do you know what? After stream, I'm going to get a couple of hours in. And what happens? You know, to be at the beginning, it loads up where the, the cars fall out of the plane. Yeah. And you basically get, what happens is the, the car falls out of the plane, it lands. And as it lands, it turns into the game. You drive that off-road Jeep, don't you, for like half a mile. And then it goes, Wow, we've got another one for you. And it drops a supercar out. It lands on a road. Look at all these spoilers right now. And then you drive it. It's not a spoiler. It's just an intro. And this is the thing that's always spoiling it for me. <laughs> so I drive the sports car. Next one falls out. My game crashes. I think, oh, I've just wasted uh, half an hour. I'll get it back on and I get straight into the action. Turn it on. Welcome to Mexico. Gets his plane <laughs> up in the air. I'm like, oh, my God. And it crashed. <laughs> I was like, I can't be dealing with this. So I didn't even get to play it for today. Well, that's unfortunate because <laughs> I've been playing this. Well, it has been hard this week because I've been playing a lot of Elite, but I have done about you know four or five hours in Forza Horizon. Wait, and... wait, before you do that, when you mentioned about the car at the beginning of the game, they show the car coming down and turns into the game or whatever. What I thought was kind of cool is when they had an ad for kicking off the game, they did it for real. And there's a whole video on, on uh, YouTube and they show the real car and they drop the real car out with a parachute, and you see the parachute going down. Then a guy jumps out, out of the helicopter and chases after it. Then he pops his chute, comes down to where the car landed, and basically goes over to the car, gets, the, kind of, gets inside the car, and then he leaves, and a bunch of smoke shoots up, and then, then the Forza logo comes out. And that was their ad to advertise it. So that was pretty cool, yeah, watching a real one. Didn't crash halfway through the ad, did it? Didn't what? Didn't crash halfway through the ad. <laughs> no, it didn't do that. No, this was real life. Made it so to the end. it was, was a stunt. Actually, but it... I was actually really looking forward to playing this, and I've really found it hard recently to get any time because I've done like ninety hours in the two weeks on Elite, and I've been finding it. If I get locked into something, I find it very hard to change what I'm doing because I want it, and we wanted that mm. faction for such a long time to get it. We, I, I've never seen that a level of excitement in a Discord. When I put that in mm. there. Gray was like, yeah, even Claxon, yeah. I told you, and you even done a little, oh, hey, yay, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all excited. We was, hey, um, hey. 
But I was well excited as well. We was all very excited about this. So everybody just got well stuck in and we just, and it's it's not even like we're bored of it. We want to constantly push. And so we didn't have much time to, to play uh, Forza, but otherwise we'd have all been on Forza nonstop for this week, I can guarantee. Um, but from what, even though I didn't get to play it, but I will play it by next week, um, I did get a, a lot of reactions from people saying it's good at a multiplayer, but it's no different to Forza 4. What do you reckon, Claxon? Um, I mean, Forza 4 was an amazing game, right? So there was no problems to fix. Mm. So I think going into this, um, it's very much built on that foundation. There's a lot of tweaks. Um, I think what stood out for me so far is the scenery is unbelievable. Um, I found with 4 that, and I'm probably going to offend half the people on this podcast, but no, like I found the scenery of the UK actually really boring. (laughs) Yeah, but you've got to realize. Um, really say me. You've got to realize though, the scenery in the UK, it's they. It's boring. Yeah, there's not much to it. It's just country houses and greenery. But obviously, that's what I mean. Yeah, but the thing is, it's a dull. There's rain. It's cloudy. It's not. It's not great. And Nick lives there. Yeah. Right. But where in Mexico, it's all bright colors. It's all like dirt and it's tropical rainforest and stuff like that. So it's gonna be much better. Yeah, that's what I love about it, and the the the, the weather's super dynamic. Um, yeah, it's it's been awesome so far, and I love how you can jump into the jungle and then the street racing, and then the vibrant kind of Mexican town, all within like a couple of moments of one another. So I've been really impressed. What, what cars and... did you use first? Because I haven't got to that point yet. So I just wondered what I mean, I was, cars there are. I've been driving that kind of Ford new Bronco. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm someone who's not really super into cars. Like when I brought my first car, which was only two years ago, don't judge me. Um, I went to Consumer <laughs> Reports and just picked the one at the top that really? was the most the, the most safe and um, the most reliable and the most environmentally friendly and the most ugly. So um, you should never listen to so... Consumer Reports because they will lie. Did not see what VW did. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a VW. It was a Subaru. You Actually, bought a Subaru, uh, and it was the most economical and whatever. Uh, in this category, the the crossover. But, in the racing um, category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a boy racer. Um, oh, I'm know, I've sensible. been through loads of cars in my time. I've had a Renault 5. Do you remember Renault 5 Turbo? Do you know what that is? Come on, no, sorry. It's a boy racer car, Turbo. though. So I had a Renault 5 Turbo with a complete built race engine, in-car boost, um 30 psi turbo on it and you turn that you turn it up from inside the car turn the boost up done naught to 60 in three seconds which is super fast especially in a car that i could lift up with my own hands it was it was like a rocket it was actually before i bought it was actually in um a lot of illegal street racing like real illegal street racing for money um and then i bought it and it's funny because you know uh, you've seen the big bonnet vents you get on like a Subaru on the on the newer one, the big chunky deep ones. Or do you know yeah. what a Nissan Pulsar is? So there's a car called a Nissan Pulsar, and it's got a massive bonnet vent on it. This uh, this uh, Renault Five Turbo had this bonnet vent on it, and the only thing it looked like was you know when you get the superchargers on the American cars, grey. Mm-hmm. Imagine that on a little English car, but it's just a bonnet scoop to let the air in. It's got no supercharger there. It's just a massive scoop. It had three dump valves on it. It had all complete custom uh, piping in it. But I've had loads of fast cars. I've had a Scooby Red Top engine. I've had BMWs. I've had loads of cars, man. Love it. Welcome to Extreme And if people don't realise this, I'm actually uh, uh, a mechanic as well. 
Bring your car. Bring your car around to get fixed. Don't bring it to me. <laughs> Mike, Mike. <laughs> I stopped doing that years ago because my fingernails kept getting dirty. And once the computers came <laughs> out, oh, everything's run you. by computer. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, you gotta, now you have to know computer technology. You can't fix the cars. Everything's yeah. run on computer. They're coming back it's to me like, again, aren't they? Man. The old cars when I was at when I had old cars, there was no there's no computers. You can sit there and just take swap parts out. It was more fun. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was Jan- horses then. Great. Uh, do you know what? Jansen's just said uh, an actual amazing idea. Uh Nvidia update. I haven't done one for um for that game. Ah, there you go. So maybe I'll try that after. That would have been my problem. I didn't even think about it at the time. Uh I I had to update for that game actually. It wouldn't even start until I did an update on my 6800 XT. So that's there a good go. shout. Yeah. So no, yeah. Cheers for that, Jance. I need to check that out. Um, uh, there was another question as well, I believe, from Scooby up there to put in for the end of the show. Um, another one. Okay, I'll look for it. Yeah. Uh, Whitey says so extreme PC UK can't build stable <laughs> PCs. <laughs> <laughs> Mine seems stable enough. So. You bash it a couple of times? Yeah. <laughs> bash it a couple of times. I'm not getting into you, Gray, with yours, with your headphones and your Discord, mate. My, head, uh, my headphones? What headphones? You're not wearing them right now. Oh, no. Never mind. No, we're not going to that again. <laughs> no, these, are, these are not. These are ear, earbuds. Underworld in Panda is the dude in the back Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you. His reasoning is very Swedish. Yeah. I mean... Is he driving answer, a Saab I, in Forza? <laughs> I love Saabs. Nah, so cool, he's man. more of the Volvo driver, ain't he? He's a typical Volvo driver. Yeah, that's true. I have got my eyes on a Volvo. Uh, no. Probably going to buy one next year. So They're boring cars, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, just like me. <laughs> I think okay. if I bought so another like... car, um, well, I'm actually looking at buying another car, and my car is going to be a, um, a VW um, van with the six seats in it and the camping conversion. Because obviously, I've got six people in my family, so you can have three people in the back, three people in the front. Because it's got a, it's got like a barn seat, um, and then you can go camping with it, and the top lifts off and all that. But they are quite expensive. But that's what I'm going to get, man. They're wicked. Really cool. van long. They're, they're pretty cool, especially when you have a family. Stuff. I bet you got loads of them around your way, ain't you? My way? If there's if there's families, yeah. If there's You're always an SUV. I'm sure there's loads of them camper vans around. Yeah. Well, they're more family oriented, but yeah, they're around. Man. I mean, it, we got when the guy down the street has a huge Winnebago. You should see that thing. Jeez. Home <laughs> on wheels. Home, home on wheels. Space is huge and great for camping trips. T7 transporter. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. He's typical from where he's from. I've got a four-door, four-wheel drive Dodge Ram truck with a Hemi. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one of the crate engines? It's like 5.7 or something. Goes in every single American car. Yeah, someone... Blue Blue Ganymede mentioned that Volvos make great cars to kidnap victims. (laughs) That's true. Whenever I watch any of those ITV like murder series, they always drive a Volvo. They must have a contract with them for Volvo. Get us another one in. We need a murderer. It's because when they get wrecked, they're safe. (laughs) I do do like the the evil vibe. So, love it. Uh, Definitely getting one now. uh, Yeah, the transporters are about 60 grand. They're they're a lot, man. Um, 
But I don't even mind. I don't want to go. I don't want to go for the one that's fully built already. I want to go for the one where it comes as a van and then I convert it and I get the roof done and all that because it works out cheaper and you get to customize everything in it. So it's big and loud and fast, kind of like your mouth, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> right, Charming. let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Forza. So. I will be playing it. If, I'm sure people in Discord are playing it. We should really change a room to be a Forza room, which I'll do after the podcast. If anyone wants to get into Forza with other people, people or people maybe. Like um, people? people? I think it's people. Uh, Comic Clown says the first car I learned to drive was a Volvo that had a choke. Do you know what? My first car, um, and I wouldn't say this nowadays because back in my day it was normal. It's not now, so don't do this now. Uh, I think I had five XR2s before I passed my test. Um, <laughs> Because back then, that's what everyone did. You just drove around like, yeah. But um, XR2, first car. Remember, it was a £1,000. I had it all kitted out. I had it all painted. It was well nice. What was your first car, Gray? Was it a horse? No, first car was a 67 hey! uh, Chevy. Ca- yeah, it was a, it was a horse. That was a, a, 19, a 1967 Chevy Camaro. Really? Yeah. If only you kept that. Uh, it was a nice car. We tricked it out with headers and four barrel carburetor that works. And then after that, I got a 68. Well, I want to see a picture of the young, cool gray. Like, I don't, I don't think, think I, don't I have the drive-in in his car. Had a 68 Roadrunner, 383 engine. I don't know what that is in the liters, but we didn't go by liters back then. <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. That car was cool. And those, yeah. probably, those are my first two. And after that, you get a family and you get boring cars. <laughs> yeah i went to get i went and got a sharan bw sharan and that thing died so my missus and it was only like a 500 pound car because the kids were little i got obviously four kids in there and uh so i got this sharan and obviously they're nice they're, they're solid cars and that thing already has been around the world once i swear it had something like five hundred thousand miles on it when i got it and it just kept going forever yeah and i remember it broke and it was like my missus was like man we just need to get another car like just just get a new car and like, obviously I bought a new car now, but what I did is I went out and I was like, and we looked around and I was like, let's just get another one. <laughs> so we got another one exactly the same for about 500 quid. Put all the good bits off of the, off the broken one onto the good one. We had another three years like that. And that thing lasts forever. And then we got rid of hey, that. And now I've got a nice car. So. All right, well, speaking of cars, they do last more longer now with mileage. Remember with the older cars, once you got to like... Yeah. 60,000 miles, 70,000 miles. Oh, man, that's, it's going to start falling apart. Yeah. And it usually does. Now you take a car for 125,000, and it just keeps going. Jansen said driving without a license has always been illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not like you. I didn't get my license out of a cornflakes box. I Look, it. officer, see? You see Kellogg's. <laughs> <laughs> McLovin. Right, let's move on. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, Forza 5. There was actually a question there. Uh, Whitey says, uh, do you need to put in some single-player hours before co-op? Because some games, they uh, do make you they make you do like an hour of tutorial, don't you? Mm. This one wasn't so bad. I think, it, I think I was about an hour in, and then that stuff unlocked. Yeah? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it, just an hour it, in. Does it have all like the... Because I know in the last one, you could change the bumpers, you could change like the bonnet, and you could change the the rear wing and stuff. Is there any more modifications to it than that or not? I haven't got that far yet. Like, oh, right. only like five I hours remember, in. Not Need for Speed Underground, but there was another one of them games. 
and you could build like wide body on it and you could do all like custom paint jobs and stuff like that and i just wondered why no one's gone down that route again do you know what i used to like was um what was it called it was on the playstation to start with i believe and it was where you go up with a car and you flash lights to another car and then you race them tokyo drift uh, tokyo racer or something it was called and it was just a motorway just loads of motorways going around in circles and you literally just you start off right at the bottom and you're in a really crappy old car and like you'd go up behind another car and you'd flash it and it'd start a race and then you'd have to beat it to a certain section and if you beat it you'd if it was a boss you'd unlock their car but if you beat random cars um you would unlock all these different separate parts like exhausts and wheels and that um it wasn't need for speed carbon carbon's the one where i put the wide arches and that on it and i had like um i think i had like a a renault a peugeot 106 wide arch and i built it all up and i've done all the engine all the bonnet vents and everything it looked really crazy and i think that's the one where they brought drifting in um <clears throat> but yeah um i don't know i forgot what i was saying now got too excited PC about cars it. tokyo drift <laughs> Got total mind blank. I was just thinking about Tokyo Drift. I'm sure it, no, it weren't Tokyo Drift. That's the film. It was called um, Tokyo Underground. Oh, You'll have to get closure later. I'm going to have yeah. a look now. I'm going to have a look. You carry well, on, he's you looking. Two, talking about your games and that, and I'm going to Next. So, well, I, I, Claxon, I hear the uh, Xbox now has 85 plus rated exclusive something. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just going to mention because I love stoking the fire of um, you know PlayStation players and Xbox players and exclusives. And um, I was looking recently. There's several of the Xbox exclusives that have come out in the last six months that have got 85 plus, 90 plus ratings on Metacritic. Critic, cricket. Hold Metacritic. on, pause, pause <laughs> right there. Cricket. I like Metacritic. Is that like a large bug? <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Extreme Racer. There you Midnight go, Club. I believe that's the same game, but it's got a different title. <clears throat> we solved that one. Tokyo Extreme well, Racer. The, um, the big criticism of Xbox, right, is that they've had no exclusives for years, and they've not. When they have had them, they've not been that great. So they don't need to because they, they don't have need the to. Game Pass new... and the, they're yeah, taking game over. Pass, day one games. I mean. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I remember back five years ago, yeah, when Steam was at the height of Steam. And I remember saying to Gray on a podcast, if Steam don't do something soon, they're going to start losing business. And everyone on the mm -hmm. podcast was like, don't be stupid. Every game wants to be on Steam. Everybody wants to use Steam. And I was like, nah, some, someone's going to come along and they're going to change it. And Xbox saw that gap in the market. Now, look, I can tell you right now, I paid 10 quid a month for Xbox I don't even look on Steam. I don't even know what games of indie games are now. I don't even know what's come out yeah. on Steam because yeah. we're so used to now just going, oh, or on the third of the month, next month, that's coming out on Game Pass. So you don't even look for things. So you think, I've got a game to play. And the thing is, I haven't even got a game to play. I haven't got enough time to play anything else because I'm so into Elite at the moment. And I'm quite comfortable there. So it's like, I still haven't played Age of Empires. I haven't played... Um... You should, that's good. Yeah, and I haven't played uh, this game. And it's like... It's because my time is getting so into what we're doing, you know. I don't I've got want family to. and stuff. I've been playing Far Cry and I've been playing uh, Age of Empires sometimes at night. But I have more <laughs> disposable hours than you than you do, so I get it. Yeah, I'm just laughing at Comic. He's like, "Where are you playing Elite from, Nick?" Hmm. <laughs> what do you mean, where am I playing from? Opened... I don't get you. Well, you haven't opened uh, Steam. Elite's in Steam, right? Oh, uh, we get it. 
Yeah, but to be fair, it is on there, but I played mine through the website. Well, well you just right. You right-click on the taskbar, right, and open it up from there. You don't even have to open it anymore. Really? Actually, that did more to, more to, to mm -hmm. Nick's point. I, I still have a bunch of games on my Steam wish list. So I used to, when when the email would come in saying, hey, your game is on sale, I would go look at it. Maybe, maybe I would it. buy it. Now I delete it. I don't care because I'm not going to do it. Because yeah, sure exactly. enough, some, everything's on, on Game Pass or things will be on Game Pass. And I remember or you going, wait to see. It's Valve. Valve ain't going nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I think they are because I think I think Steam is day has come and gone now. I think Steam, but but Valve isn't stupid though. They did the Steam Deck. They're making a bunch of money in that. They recently did the Half Life. Uh, what Alex and they have plans to do more Half Life. So they'll be fine. They'll they'll still make their money. The thing I find frustrating about Steam is they haven't updated their UI in years, and yeah. I find buying it buying a game actually quite the adventure. Like <laughs> adding it to your car. Do you like the adventure? Then I accidentally click that I'm buying it for a friend and I'm not actually buying it for myself, trying to find the game. Like they need to give that whole platform a well, big the thing refresh because a lot of yeah. people don't know this, but you do realise you can go into your settings on Steam and you can actually change what it looks like on that. Yeah, and you can also do the big but, what is it, big uh, You've got the big, big thing something. for the controller. But yeah. like for a little while I'd go back, say, five years. I used to, because obviously my community was a lot smaller, more close-knit, I used to go to everybody and say, look, would you like a free Steam overlay for Extreme PC UK? And then when you open up your Steam, at the top along the bar, it's got our logo, Extreme PC UK, and it's got all nice colors around it. And all of the stuff is all in different fonts. It's all in like um, our, our font for our logo. And the whole thing was much cleaner and nicer because you can, you can basically go in there and you can make one yourself and then you can put it all how you want. Just how you'd build a website, you can build that whole program and it, it shows you what numbers to change and stuff like that. And you can redesign the whole thing yourself if you wanted to. It's open for you but to that's, do. That's just changing the aesthetics. Like I, I want the flows of how you buy games like simplified. Like look at platforms like EA Play with they but their beta and also Xbox on the PC, right? It's a lot more simple and clear. Yeah, to I mean find games, buy games. X game. Xbox, Epic, all those, Origin, everybody looks better than Steam. Steam is like think, um, way behind. McCraw has a good point, right? Like Steam Steam gamers are, you know, gamers that have been playing it for so long that, you know, changing that platform up, up is going to be risky. And you've seen the, yeah, the, back, the backlash of like uh, Facebook redesigns no, but, and things like I that. But I feel right? that was a couple of years back now. We all felt like that a couple of years back. But I think... A year ago, they should have started uh, like pulling their socks up, and they never did. And now, people in front of them, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, like EA, all these people are starting to do the same thing. You know where it's going. Why are we going to pay for games when we can pay for subscription and get all the games? You know, me right. and Gray, we'll put 10 quid on one month, play all the games in that list, and then we'll cancel it next month, and we'll go to something else, pay £10 a month, do that one. <laughs> and with Steam, they could easily... With the platform they've got and the amount of games they've got on that platform, they could easily come up with some kind of grouping where they put a message out to all the people on that all the developers of all the games and go, look, you can opt in to get in this, this, and this from our subscription. Who's on, who wants to get on board? And a lot of the games would get on board, depending on their their strategy and their pricing of how the other people are doing it as well. And if they don't hurry up and do that, I think they're going to be old school compared to everything else. Yeah. 
Because you know what they should do? What I'd like to see Steam do is that they have such a massive amount of indie producers. Mm. If they came out, if they came out with one price, like I don't know, five or six bucks a month, and you could play yeah. all the indie games you want, yeah, that would be cool. Because that's one. That's the only advantage I can see Steam having yeah. over all the others. Because Xbox will always have the triple A's, um, and right. and Steam always always seems to have a lot of indies because of the way a the lot, platform is built. Lot. So right. they could quite easily be like, look. We're the new indie platform. Change, just scrub the whole of Steam. Change the name, change everything. Say we're going to change into something else and then just do that. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. break it into two. Here's Steam and there's Indie Game Pass and then have all them games on there and yeah. then just let people opt into it. Because I'll tell you what, if they had an Indie Game Pass and it was, say, £10 a month, I'd buy it anyway. I would try it because I that's the one thing they have the advantage over, like I said. And I don't want to go out and just buy a whole bunch of indie games not knowing if I'm going to like it. I'll blow a whole bunch of money. But if I have the pass, I try every indie game out there. Yeah. Uh, Alicia says, can we get that now, Nick? The overlay, I mean. Uh, Sadly, the overlay, um, it was built on a 1080 screen uh, years ago. So if I was to put it on here now, it would just be a tiny little overlay in the corner. It'd only be a quarter of the screen. Um, But you can go in there. You could just take our logos and go in there and just put them where you need to. And it will just work out. It's pretty cool. But what I did it for is because I didn't like all of the the sort of black. I made a um, zombie one as well once, and it was all green and red blood dripping down, and it was all around the edge and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Um, but you got to do is just go, just look up on Google about um, making your own Steam overlay, and you can just you just drop it into the folder. You can have multiples in there, and you just select which one you want. As long as it's in the folder, it's just a folder of data. Um, Comic Clan says I'd pay quite a lot for a Steam sub even if it doesn't include the big games. Yeah, that's what we're all saying. But the thing is, yeah. these people aren't listening. I, I, I honestly feel like they're just taking what they can before they just go out the door, you know? They're uh, probably could... working on it in the background, I'd imagine. Like, they're not yeah. stupid, but... Yeah, they are. They have, they're stupid yeah, they, they haven't are. done anything. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they, they are. are. I mean, come Ring on. Them up they could tell have... them, Gray. Ring them up right now, live. Either that or they're just, they don't care, which is more what I think. They don't care because they can make plenty of money. All they have to do is announce... Half Life, and they make a gazillion dollars. Yeah, they made a lot of money on the ha- on the Half Life Alex that they did. That game um, sold. Commander Cross says, uh, "I'm not super familiar with the Game Pass. Uh, does it have the ability for private game designers to market their own independent games like Steam?" Nope. Uh, I might have missed that explanation. No, that's no. the thing. That's that's what we're saying. So all of these AAA Game Passes, which pay ten pound for a month or whatever, they are what they are, and they know what they are. But the thing is, Steam is different. Steam, what, there's two things about Steam which these other people can't, they can't keep up with. And that is one, uh, it's all indie games and like like personal build games and stuff like that you get on Steam. They will have all the games on there. Two, you've got modding built into Steam. So any game that's on Steam, you can put mod files on there and you can download mod files from there. And they've got the whole structure built for modding, which obviously on Xbox and stuff like that, you don't have that. So they should use that to their advantage. They should be like, we're the indie platform and we're the modding platform. If you want to play a game uh, modded like Skyrim, come to us because we've got the, the tools to do it. You know, right. but they're not pushing that. A lot of people don't even know about the modding side of Steam. You know, you oh, can yeah. play any game you want and you can change it any way you want. If you play a game like a strategy, there's so, like, you would pay for a DLC on a strategy, but all you do is go on Steam, download the strategy game, say it's like um, Age of Empires. You can download multiple different um, people. You can get maps you can there's so much stuff you can download we used to play armor free 
and we would play all different missions and groups and that and gone forever um but you wouldn't get that on xbox or anywhere else you know yeah yeah maybe they will plan that watch next week they make an announcement <laughs> we gave them the idea they listened um, to us underwhelming panda says i think uh, a pass would be worse option for steam uh, good games could get drowned among the clutter but that's the thing it's not it's not for triple a games that's what i'm saying They've lost out on that. Yeah, Xbox only has got that. PlayStation's got that. It's, it's done. Like, when's it? What Indeed. you do see them on there, but they never. You don't. You don't buy them from there because that's sixty quid, and that's too much money. Right. If if they did indies, it would be great. If they did indies and modding, like uh, Nick said, that would be great. That's where they're. That's the only place they're strong at that nobody else is. It would be perfect. And then I would I would consider paying because then it'd be fun to just jump in all these indies and try them all out. Yeah, I I so. think they will go to subscription at some point. Um, so, uh, and a, a subscription is cheaper than buying games all the time. So I think it's better personally. Yep. Um, right. Anyway, let's move on because uh, we are getting on. Um, so I'm just going to talk a bit about the PC community. Um, we had our social meetup uh, night the other day. It was hilarious. Um, yep. To ever came. Um, I was certainly drunk. I think Comic was drunk, and we was having a good time. Um, we played a lot of Scriblio and that. That was quite funny. Uh, it was a good night. Um, our next one, is this up to date on here, Gray? Yep. So our next one yep. is on the 4th of December, uh, 7 p.m. UK time. I, I don't think it should be 7 p.m. I think it should be 6 p.m., Gray. You, you want to back it up? It's been 7 p.m. since the beginning. Yeah, well, I'm always there early. Well, we can back it well, this time you were way early. You're like an hour and a half before. I was sitting there going, like, "What is he doing?" Very I had nothing keen, to do, so I was just keen. sitting here. And um, and the thing is, I was playing elite as well. Uh, so, but the thing is, I, I got drunk, and then I managed to like jettison my spaceships all over space and lose my space carrier. So in the end, I just gave up. Then my planets disappeared as well, which was a glitch in the game. I don't know how I done that. Uh, so I ended up rage quitting doing the night drinking with you guys, and then in the morning I woke up and I thought, "I'll go on and see what's going on." And I had to go around and find everything that I'd left at stations. And my carrier was in some <laughs> random place where I was trying to do something. I don't know what I was trying to do. Oh, it's funny. Um, but so yeah. A, it was like a real drunken night in real life, but in Elite, basically. Yeah. Right. It was It was funny. <laughs> was you there, Clax? I don't remember you being there. Yeah, it was there for no, a little while. I had yeah, my in laws. Yeah. Oh, you weren't there. You were there at the first hour or two, yeah. and then you left. Yeah, I popped in to say hello. Yeah. Whilst, see the whilst uh, Nick was still sober. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't sober the whole time. He just got more, you know, inebriated. Oh, that was hilarious. I had a wicked night. Um, right. Um, remember to check out our scoreboard in the magazine. Uh, anyone that's new in here, we have a magazine. Check it out. Oh, that's Instagram. That's not even the magazine. Uh, there's the magazine. Um, uh, and yeah, just check out. The Valheim server is now gone. Yes, remember I mentioned that to you. It's it's gone because players are are kind of finished with it. But what we did do is we backed up the entire world. So anytime we want to go back to it, we just we can just uh, reinstate it where we left off. Yeah. So I'd say at the moment in the community, I would say um, massive game being played, Elite Dangerous. Everybody's playing it. Uh, we're bringing a lot of people in. A lot of people are getting involved, and a lot of people are really enjoying it. And it's a real good social night. At the moment, every day or night, throughout the day, even when I'm sleeping, I wake up in the middle of the night, four o'clock, I look on there, there's there's five or six people playing Elite Dangerous. We've got people in Australia, we've got them in Canada, we've got them in the UK, uh, uh, not Italy, Norway. Um, they're all over Lithuania. the world. Uh, yeah, Lithuania. There's people all over the place 
playing Elite Dangerous. So all round the clock, we've got people that are, that are jumping on and playing and keeping us ticking over in the game. Um, and we've really come together and made it happen. And I'm really happy. Like we've got a game that I do feel like it's a long term game. Do you both feel that you're played this long term, or do you think you'll just get bored of it and stop playing it at some point? I unless I get bored of it, I'm going to keep playing it. And I'm certainly not enough stuff to not to get bored. That's for sure. What do you think, Claxton? Not honestly, do you think you'll stick around for a long time on it, or do you reckon it'll be like, yeah, one day, like I've had enough of this? Yeah, I'm sim I'm similar to you. Like once I found a game that I like, I'm pretty committed. But um. It takes number one spot at the moment, but, you know, I might and, get a little bit distracted here and there. You never know. Yeah, but how many games can you say you've played for nearly like a thousand hours or 500 hours and you oh, still dude. are working and dude. you're just like, oh man, I can't wait to just get on that game. I thought when I played I, uh, 600 hours on Division 2, that was a lot. Now I'm 1300 on this. I'm like, it's like well over, half, you know, double. By the way, you're, to be to be fair, there's a lot of action going on in New World he's too. He's desperately trying to say something every time. I think he times it for when you move your lips, he gets in quick. <laughs> he's even doing it now. <laughs> Go. Um, thank you so much, Nick. Um, <laughs> um, what? Yeah, I have played games. I played World of Warcraft for many years, and I can't imagine the amount of hours I've played that game. And Particularly around expansion time, I was really into that game. I'd book a week off work when the expansion dropped. So I've had that feeling. I haven't had that feeling for a long time like I had when I had WoW, but I definitely get that feeling when we're playing Elite, right? Where you just can't wait to get on at the end of the day and, you know, you're, you're being nice to your partner and your family because you want some games. <laughs> yeah. You just hit the nail right oh. on the head. And then, and then all of a tonight. sudden you get to that point where you, you get the look and you think, oh, I've gone too far. You've pushed it a bit too much, right? <laughs> um, uh, but, I, but I did want to mention, to be fair, we have a lot of people playing New World. We have people playing Back for Blood. We still have some people playing Final Fantasy, Tarkov. So there's always something for everybody. Yeah, but join I would the say... Join what, the Discord. That's what I was going to say. I would say at the moment Elite Dangerous is the maximum one. Um, right. I think um, New World is New still World. pretty popular. Uh, people are holding on with that, but I think people, a few, I've seen a few people a bit worried about it, um, and they're hoping that things change in the game to keep it going. Um, and I think underneath that, then you've got like your fours of five, you've got your um, back for blood. I'm definitely up for playing back for blood as well. My my main problem, I'm going to be honest, my main problem is I'm so tied into elite that I, when I want when I want to be on it all the time, like to be able to keep it pushing. So there's not much time for any other games at the moment, but. We'll have to just make time to do stuff, and because we haven't played any other games. Mike, I've got this. I got this new thirty eighty Ti here, yeah, and it's only played Elite. See? Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's, maybe I should open up six instances <laughs> of Elite, and then it, like six ships at once. Maybe open <laughs> Star Citizen up with a new update. <laughs> nah, don't do that. <laughs> I, I did try that for two seconds, but the update weren't there. Maybe after the stream, I'll just try it quickly and see if our ships are there. Um, a quick update on that though, Star Citizen. Uh, I believe that the game is actually fixed. They're saying all trading is fixed. You've now got um, containers and stuff. You've got persistent world. The, the server ticks every three minutes. It will back up everything. So if you die or you something happens or it cuts off, you get all your stuff back now. There's no none of that. Ah, oh, now and I've lost everything. So um, I might go back and check to, it. Just in time to release brand new content, which then will have many bugs. <laughs> maybe but the thing is what you gotta realize is like 
I love Elite and I love Star Citizen. There's two so, totally different things right now. Elite Dangerous yeah. it is world deep. It has got loads of stuff. And I remember I was saying it didn't have anything, but it does. It's world deep. There's so many like different areas and things to do. Um, but I feel like Star Citizen is amazing looking and the ships look amazing and the 3D-ness of it, being able to walk around the ships and do everything. You do feel like a citizen in space in Star Citizen. That's something Elite can't give you, but that can give you. But the thing is, that's not ready yet, you know? Um, Star Citizen's not ready yet to be compared with Elite Dangerous um, but when it gets to that level Star Citizen will quickly take over I should think yeah you know yeah 10 to 15 years no Mate, I'm not I'm not joking it probably will be 10 years I'm not even yeah, I'm not even saying that's right. about at well, this they, just, rate, yeah. they just added a thousand new people to start working. Yeah, but don't on worry it, so about it because it gives us another ten years to play Elite for before we have to worry about going <laughs> to this. It'll be the equivalent of Eve Online going to Elite Dangerous, going to Star Citizen. Well, maybe in ten years Elite will adopt all the stuff that uh, Star Citizen's doing. Well, the, the coding's going to be crazy out of that stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, Yoda was saying, "Would Back for Blood be a good community night game?" Could be. Yeah, but the only I thing mean, with Back to Blood is it's only four players, so. Um, you would probably need to have two teams of people playing it. But like, do you know what? We, me and Gray was talking about the other day. We haven't had a movie night for a long time. Um, and we yep, haven't we had a gaming night for a long time where it's like we get on to play a specific game. Uh, maybe we should do something like that, Gray. Um, I don't know why we haven't haven't had it. Like, why have we not done like a Back for Blood night? Or you could even do a Back for Blood. Uh, during the uh, social meetup too just for a bunch of us to get on there and have a few drinks and we can't tell what the hell we're doing yeah but I do find that might be, that I, don't might be like, fun. I don't really like to play games when I'm trying to have like a drinking session with you like having a laugh because yeah we, I agree with you like I noticed that on this 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 one in the end I switched my elite off because I was playing elite but what was happening was I was focusing on the game no one was talking and so it's not a social night it's just me playing my computer on my own and drinking and you lot playing your computer on your own drinking and every now and then going, oh, what do you think about this? Oh, I think that's this. And then that's it, you know? So that's why I turned it off. And then once we turned yeah. it off, we started playing Scribblio and having a laugh. Then it started getting really funny because everybody's interacting and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like sitting on a train reason. with a mobile phone. There's 20 people around you, but not one, not one said stuff. And they're all like that, just pressing their phone like that. That's why we try to do the social night to force that to happen so we can all have fun. Yeah. We always do. Well, yeah, Yoda, Back for Blood would be a wicked game because it's really, really good. Um I downloaded it. How about the Extreme PC UK Conspiracy Podcast Night again? Man, that keep, I really love that side that of keeps Bob's coming plate. up every once in a while. I really like the fact that you like our movie podcast and you like our conspiracy podcast. The conspiracy one was, was wicked. And basically, this arrived because I've got all these wacky thoughts. And like, obviously, you've got to realize, up here, I'm a bit weird. So I've got all these weird things. <laughs> no one I've got tell. all these things that I, I believe... Like, I think the last conspiracy started because everyone started talking about God, which I'm not going to get into on air. And I was like, look, how can you believe in something you can't see or, or know and that? But then when I tell you there could be an alien base on the moon, you might be like, no way, that's never going to happen. But one's physical that can possibly be done and one's something you just believe but you've never seen. And I couldn't work out. I can't see how other people see it like that. I just can't do it. You know, so that means I think you should save it for the next conspiracy uh, yeah. podcast. Man, if I get enough people asking for conspiracy podcast, I'll do it. Simple as that. I got more people asking for the movie one than I do that. Yeah, movie but... one first. Not after you lot. You lot ain't you ain't qualified for being on a movie one. Do you know how many people have spoke about Waterworld 
And I was going to talk about this oh, at oh, the end. Go. Here we go um, again. <laughs> we was going to talk about this at the end, but it's going to come up right now, yeah? Because so many people have been talking I, about Waterworld. I want to I want You two were saying that film was crap. Every single person said they loved it. All of them. And look, so Dead Pet, following last week's discussion of Waterworld, I was thinking, well, what thing do you love? That... Oh, that's the question. But what was the bit of t- I told you to put in from the notes? Was it um, someone put in that they've actually got the video still because they loved it so much? Someone else put in saying how much they really like Waterworld. There was loads of comments, but Gray hasn't put them in because he's tried to ignore what are you, them. What are you talking about? There's a dead pet question right there yeah. about it. Yeah, but that's it's right there. No, no, no. Somebody put in, uh, I can't even t- change it, with the cover of the film saying, I love Waterworld that much that I bought the film. Yeah, it's on, the, it's on our Discord. Yeah, but why didn't you put it yeah. in here for us to talk about? Why would I? It's on the Discord. You're talking about it now. Yeah, but I can't remember what I was saying because it's not here. I thought you put it in. <laughs> it's question time, not statement time. <laughs> statement yeah, time is Waterworld was better than you say it was. Okay. Some people <laughs> like <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Save it for the movie podcast. Comics we never like Waterworld. Do. Never heard of it. Movie I'm Nope, not me. I hate it. You're, oh, that's that's you're the only one that hates it. Comic, that's a blessing. Believe me. Everyone loves Waterworld. Right, let's get into these questions then. Um, did you add the two questions from earlier, yeah? yeah. Um, right, cool. So let's get into the questions and we'll go from there. Right, first question. We're going to do the same as normal. I'll read it out and it will be start with Dead Pets anyway because it's quite a good question. Uh, and it says, following last week's discussion of Waterworld, which everybody liked, I was thinking, <laughs> what thing do you love that nobody else does? I'm talking about that thing that when you mention it to somebody, they look at you like you've got two heads. So mm. I had a perfect one of these earlier on. Um, I can't think of what it was. I read the question. And I thought that's me. And now I can't think. One of you go first and I'll think of it. I think people just I... look at you like you got two heads in general, Nick. That is true. It's... Maybe I'm just used to that for everything. <laughs> no, it's, it's for me, because it's the, like, beer, the beer is so big. How do you feel, Nick, when someone looks at you normal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't... I, I struggled with this. Um, I, I, I really like black licorice. So do I, I find whenever whenever I open that in the office or open it at home, no one's ever interested in it. And I quite like that because then you get to eat the bag to yourself. I used to like black licorice. But then when they, but, but but then when they came like out with days. the... Uh, <laughs> and then you should, when, yeah. <laughs> when they came out with the cherry one, though, the cherry or the raspberry, whatever it was, that was it. Cherry I licorice. Left a, I left the it's bag. It's not really yeah. licorice, though, is it? No, you're talking about long red ones. Yeah. No, tw- well, whatever. You talk about the Twizzlers, like Twizzlers. That's turkey, Twizzlers isn't it? Turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> Twizzlers are good, man. The cherry Twizzlers are really good. They are good. Great. I don't know what cherry Twizzler is. You don't know black what Twizzlers are? Licorice, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah black, the best one was the old pipe. Twizzlers remember, you used to get the old proper old school pipe one. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm about? That was yeah, yeah, one. I know exactly. In the old school um, candy shop in your town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The little you had the little licorice pipe. Yeah, um, yeah. The other ones I really like are the ones you get in them um, sweets with the with the horrible flat square. What are they called? They've got the one round one that's like aniseed flavor, but the rest of them are all square. Yeah. What are they called? Licorice all sorts. Yeah, licorice all sorts. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Yeah. What but, about what about but, those wafers? Hold on a minute. Hold called? on. Hold on. Calm down. Roll it back a second. <laughs> the licorice all sorts have got. The proper licorice in. They've got one bit. You're lucky to get one of them in the bag. Just solid licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're the ones. 
Yeah, they're well good. But, but no one likes the brown that... ones. The brown ones with the black bits in. Yeah, that's they're meant to be brown chocolate. That brown bit, but uh, it doesn't really taste like it. Brown yeah. ones but... with black bits. That sounds like you're describing it. No, never mind. Going back too far with that. <laughs> going back to this question, the movie that I really liked that I found nobody else. I think a lot of people were like Mare was Prometheus. No, I liked that. I really enjoyed that, but I, liked I found the fact when that I... that the the spaceship you see in there that's landed was wasn't that the one that you see in the first one as well? In Alien, yeah, like where they yeah. they, they see it kind of go past it, yeah, it's like yeah. a reference. Yeah, see, I know my stuff. But yeah, I, I love that film. I love the whole concept of like an alien coming to the planet and like sacrificing themselves and then that being like the the start of the human uh kind of population as a concept um but yeah no, i i found like people were really divisive on it really it, it got badly re- i think it got badly reviewed and i find there's always that population of people that like don't really have a point of view and will kind of like jump on how it's being reviewed do you know no no do you know yeah, yeah, do you know what it is one person says something about it and they it's like half the time i feel like it's it's not actually about the film, but it's about them trying to make them look like they're a good critic or whatever. So they come up with a load of crap, and yeah. then they spread that crap about, and all the other critics come out with the crap as well, and then they totally destroy some poor sod's film. That's how I see it is. I reckon Jansen follows them lot, because he normally comes out with the most biggest crap about films as well. You watch an amazing film, and he's like, absolute crap, holds all for it, and I'm like, I really enjoyed it. And he's like, no, it's crap. But he won't be like, let's have a discussion. He'll be like, no, nope. I'm not talking about it anymore. It's crap. <laughs> so everybody has their favorites. But um, you do. <laughs> for me, great. Have you got? Have you got one that makes um everyone look at you weird? Something that you do? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is is not the new ones, the old Godzilla movies. I like every all of them, and people look at me like you mean the ones where they have the guy in the it rubber suit. It doesn't have to be running. a film. No, but that's the thing I can think of right right away. They just like you like that. It's like a guy in a suit, rubber suit, running around looking like Godzilla. I said, yeah, man, they're great. <laughs> so, love every one of them. See, that's why I went. That's when the new ones came out because the new ones were so much better. It's like, wow, this is great. See, I've got the perfect one that that everyone would already know about, and some people might even be able to to do it before I actually talk about it, and that is. I love a pizza with just sweet corn on it. Double sweet Here. corn. Look at Gray's face. It's like he's pooed himself. I, 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 so I moved to Canada um, five years ago, and I know in the UK you get sweet corn on pizza, you get sweet corn at Subway. They do not do sweet corn here like that. You can't get it on pizza, you can't get it on Subway. Really? And I right. really missed it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't like the toilet. They do have corn. Up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it tastes. You know, corn is corn's the only vegetable you know that doesn't really get digested. You just that's you just that's rubbish. It. I don't know why people say people that. People say that. that. It, it does get it does. digested. It just leaves this plastic shell that you can't burn. <laughs> okay, that's good. You just need to chew your food, Gray. So you just plop out plastic shells at the end. Well, I try and eat the thing whole, so that way when it comes out, I can have it the next day as well. Oh God, that's even worse. <laughs> Man. Um, but yeah, um, Claxon, you won't notice, but you see in the chat, there's loads of little sweet corns. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, so that arrived because one day I was streaming and I ordered a pizza. So I said, my pizza's here, and I showed everyone I ate, and they're like, that is rank. 
And I swear, the stream just went mad. Everyone's like, that's disgusting. That's rank. I can't believe you're doing that. Sweet corn on a pizza and all that. But the pizza's well nice for sweet corn. I get double sweet corn on it. Oh, and God. it got to the point so much where everybody in the Discord, everywhere was just griefing me with sweet corn that I made some emojis for sweet corn. I think you should put yeah. pieces of cob on there too while you eat it. It's oh, like that is a cob. Nice and chewy. I, I'm <laughs> oh, one I'm... of those weirdos that also likes tuna on pizza. Oh, no, nah, not tuna. That's Tuna's nice, but not on yeah. a pizza. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's like a tuna melt. It's so as well. good. Yeah, anchovies, yeah. Anchovies are good on pizza. <laughs> Yo, just that, said, I just made the same face, Gray. I know, when you heard the sweet corn. Anchovies and pizza's good, if you want the fish on it. I mean, Man, it's just good. We know you're in Florida, taste, mate, but... but... All right, let's... let Gray's, I've got one for Gray, because he keeps talking about it when we're streaming and when I'm eating and putting me off. And he'll be eating it. Ooh, I'm going to get out my smoked fish dip. And I'm like, oh, you <laughs> tramp. Smoked fish dip. He's in with his, he's, whatever he's dipping in it. I don't even want to look at it. He's just dipping it in and eating it. And he's doing this like all like sexy kinky face while he's eating his smoked it's fish good, dip. Man. I'm like, best. oh, get out of it, Gray. We're talking about quality fish that we've dipped. Quality oh, fish in a dip. Yeah, it, it, smoked fish is a big deal over here. <laughs> you kidding? I bet it ain't even got no fish in it. <laughs> yeah, it does have fish in it. It's mostly one kind of fish, depending on what it is. What's the percentage? Like about 85, 90%. Smoked fish dip. It's really good. Every we day he gets get... it out, man. It's like regular thing. Yeah, it's good. It's not disgusting, Yoda. It's good. You never tried it. Oh, excellent. If you like fish, it's so good. comic likes uh, sweet corn on his pizza. Yoda says it's comic disgusting. Would, comic would definitely like smoke. Yoda says it's disgusting. Fish. Coming from the guy that we had a conversation about what I was eating, and I can't remember what it was I was eating. I was eating some. Oh, I had a cheese cucumber and mayonnaise baguette. Yeah, is that that weird? What was it? A cheese. No, I can get down. So it's got a, a baguette, cheese... a long baguette, like a French stick baguette, yeah? Right. It's got cheese good, in yeah. it, mayonnaise, and cucumber sliced in it, yeah? Nice fresh sandwich. Yeah? That's not, that's not, that's not too bad. Okay. It's not what I'd go for. So me and Yoda are having a conversation. He said, that's rank. I am not eating that. So what you have? And he said, I'm having a double grilled chipple cheese thingy where you slab butter on it, and then you put cheese on it, and then you put bread, then you fry it, then you put butter on it, then you put cheese, and you fry it, then you put butter on it, and you put cheese on it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> And he's and he's saying it's disgusting what I was eating. Sorry, yeah, that's like, yo, to that's like throw the, you under the bus like that, mate. That's like that's like the uh, the donut burger. That looks disgusting too. They take a donut, slice it in half, and put meat and cheese in between it. I'm like, bleh. I'd rather I'd rather have a good bun. Who cares about a bun that looks like that? that, that that's a donut. Oh, has so. it got jam in it? No, no. it's no. like a Krispy Kreme one, I think. Oh, I don't yeah, like it's a glazed like donut, too, just slice in half, and then that, man. that, yeah. Right, but imagine Mate, that I now. Eat, I eat a Krispy Kreme, and, same... and ten minutes later, you hear that Benny Hill song, <laughs> and I'm running around like a nutter. <laughs> well, imagine that as the bun, and you have a hamburger in between it. Oh, right? my taste. Uh, comic says 80% fish eyes in your dip. Do you put your dip in, mm. you put like a breadstick in, pull it out, and there's eye on the end looking at you? Yeah, sure, all the time. Right, we need to move on to the next question. We're just talking crap at this point. It's extreme PCK food. Speak for yourself, Nick. We yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. Podcast. Everyone that's come here to listen about computers and hardware. We're talking about fish eyes, dips, and pizza and sweet corn. So that's why they love our podcast. We but go then off again, you tangents. did ask the question, Dead Pet. So you you brought this on all yourself. The sweet corn. It's his talk. fault. If anyone's been sick already, I'm sorry. Right. It's okay. Okay, but they got the next question. It's from Bob Marley, Rob. Uh, and it says, 
that pause. Bob Marley. Rob. <laughs> uh, he says, <laughs> Do you guys have any recommendation for wired keyboards mid-range around £110 mark? I have a Razer Sinoza Chroma. I don't know if I said that right. V1 keyboard. And after a few years, I was having problems with some of the keys such as double typing. Uh, arrow up key sometimes types in a 5 in Excel. Uh, hell knows why. It's out of warranty, so I don't want to make the same mistake again by an unreliable keyboard. I want to actually last. Um, I a mechanical you know keyboard. I'm probably the worst person to ask about keyboards because uh, my first keyboard was about, I think it was 80 quid, and it was a Rocker Cat. Do you remember Rocker Rocket, Rocker Cat, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so yeah, old, yeah. it's got blue LEDs on it. That, that's it. They just light up blue. There's nothing else on it. Um, that keyboard is currently sitting right next to me still. Um, and the keyboard I'm using was like a 280 pound Corsair keyboard. Um, That's what I have. Fully mechanical. It's all metal. It's an amazing yep. keyboard. Um, really, really built well. The only problem I'd say with it is it's too efficient. So basically, you, you just brush past the key and it writes something. And I've got these massive hands. Look, my hands are massive. I look at the back of the chair. You see how big my hand is to the chair. So when I type... I'll be writing an email and I'll just be getting angry because I'm pressing five keys at once by just, just touching them. Um, but I would say, if you're looking for around 110 mark, I would go for one of the um, Corsair cheaper keyboards. I think they're amazing. Um, the build quality on it is solid. Um, and that's what I'd go for. What, what have you lot got? I have a Corsair. I love it. It's a great mechanical keyboard. I've had it for years now. Yeah. So I would, I would always stick either. with it. Um, it's got all mm -hmm. nice LEDs on it. It's all uh, mechanical. You can change all the um, the keycaps if you want to whatever you want. Yep. Um, I yeah. really really like it. It's got all the buttons I need on it. It's got like the Windows lock button and that, so you can't you can't press buttons to come out of Windows and stuff when you're playing games fast. Uh, what about you, Claxon? I've got a Razer uh, Black Widow. Um, I think for me, I'm someone who likes the media keys on a keyboard, like the volume up and down, like that's table stakes. Well, I've got stakes. a volume up and down on mine. For me, so as long as it has that, um, yeah. So on the keys on mine, it's got a light key, so you can turn the light up and down. It's got a Windows key to turn Windows off, and then it's got all the. Do you know what? It's got stop, yeah. fast forward, play, and all that. It's got mute. It's got a a solid. Yeah, I never use those. Yeah. I've never used them. It's probably got. I've never, never have either. It's right there, but it, I, <laughs> they've never been played, pressed. But that you're right because I have one on mine, and, I, and it it makes the volume go up and down. I never use it. I use the volume up and down with the wheel, but I don't use the buttons. Yeah. I don't even use that. Don't you? No, I don't use the wheel. It's funny. It sits there, but I don't use it. That's because I can imagine maybe, you maybe, one you know, going, think... volume up. Volume Actually, you're up. Right. Now that I realize <laughs> it, though, that wheel is the only thing on this Corsair keyboard that is not lit up. Uh, yeah, that's because it's solid metal, Gray. Right, but you would think they would have like lights underneath it so it could glow. It's round. Yeah, you can put lights underneath things, backlight them, right? And it glows. Oh, I don't know if, if they, that. It's like quite if they did that, then I would light. I would actually see it. As as it is now, I don't even see it. I can see mine, but the thing is, I don't even look. At, I know where it is. Cause it's on the corner of the. It's right in the corner, isn't it? Yeah, right in the upper corner. Yeah, so you know where like, it is. Um, like the, and I do have all the play, stop, fast forward buttons. I don't use any of this. Yeah, um, McCraw says the Black Widow was his favorite one he ever bought. They're, they're good, but he's he's totally right. Like, Razor's build quality has been crap the last few years they're really compromising i think because of the the volume that they're delivering what's the price so, tag on it i bought this quite a few years ago so but it, it probably was about 200 canadian dollars which is about 
160 pounds. Oh, he says, um, McCaw says, uh, unfortunately, my girlfriend introduced it to her coffee mug one day and it never been the same since. Do you know what? Now, this is you're going to think this is quite funny. A lot of people might already know this. Some people might not. With your keyboard, you know what you want to do is take all the keys off of it, yeah, and wash it under the sink. I'm not even joking. Not when it's plugged in, obviously. Turn it off, wash it under the sink with soapy water, yeah, put it in the airing cupboard for a couple of days, and it'll be good as new. Did you know that? Yeah, but cool. that's because you, you have to get rid of all the sweet corn between those keys. <laughs> that's what it <laughs> is. That, that's a toothpick job. It's um, all gum, gummed up. But no, seriously. I find... Do you know the you know the Apple you know like lots of people like to use the Apple Mac metal like aluminium keyboards the flat ones, yeah. And a lot of them keyboards you'll see will look some of like they go really stiff, and you can literally wash them in the sink with soapy water, and they come out like brand new. You just have to make sure it's like completely dried out. So you've got to leave it in the airing cupboard with a bowl of rice next to it because rice will pull the dampness out of it and absorb the damp. Um, but once you do that. You can do that with any electrical stuff as long as it obviously don't put no power for it when it's on. Um, and it will go back to being perfectly brand new again. All them sticky keys that where, where the coffee's got under the actual switch and stuff, all of that will come out um, and it does work. I've done it a few times myself. So, But you, if anyone sees you do it, they're going to think you're weird when you're washing your keyboard in the sink. Wash it, plug it in, and let the electricity dry it. <laughs> it will dry you while you're there as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Scooby says, I like Razor as a brand. But I find the build quality is somewhat lacking. That's what you just said. Yeah, yeah, t- totally right. I've had, yeah. I've had no problems. I've had mine a few years, but does um... anyone feel the same as me? Like things that used to cost about eighty quid now cost three hundred quid, and it's getting a bit of a joke. Yeah, inflation. yeah, I think so. They raise the price on a lot of stuff. They don't really. No, need I don't. To. I don't think it's even inflation. Inflation you can sort of grow with because your wages and stuff like that will pretty much go with it, and it will just go as a nice smooth group. But it's well, not some like, people, yeah. it's like all of a not sudden, everyone. bang, like, what was that I went to buy the other day? <clears throat> I bought a new TV. So I bought a 75-inch TV, and I've already got like a £1,000 soundbar, yeah? So I, I put my soundbar on, and it keeps going surround sound, no surround sound. Surround sound, no surround sound. So I can't use it with that TV. So I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll have a look online. I'll probably get a soundbar for like 200 quid. So I go online. They're like 800 quid to a grand, three grand. And I was like... Oh God, like, I want a low-end one. I don't want something super-duper. I just want something just to watch my TV with, you know? And I just thought Man. the pricing is absolutely ridiculous. The TV, uh, like, the, the soundbar is the same price as a TV nowadays. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's because everything's got a chip in it, right? And it's on the Internet of Things and connect into Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, like, except when so it doesn't work. The TV. So there's a lot more hardware. Um, actually built into these products. Uh, Commander McCaw well. says uh, a HOTUS. HOTUSes are a prime example. And they are. They're like stupid. This 800 quid. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. I, I thought 500 was a lot. I'm I'm not. Some of them are if you get a whole kit. Oh, yeah, they How are. Much are. You pay yeah. I paid... Um, I've got the Logitech X56. Um, $400, which is about three twenty. Pounds. Yeah, but when you look at that, that's, I, the same, I, that's nearly the price of getting an Xbox. Not anymore. <laughs> look at the price yeah. they've gone up. You're talking about the first Xbox, maybe not now. That's 500 pounds, I think. Extreme Johnson put in: Extreme PC will not be liable for any damage to anyone who chooses to wash their electrical equipment in the sink. <laughs> yeah. Well Next. said. Don't but listen to Johnson. Send... Listen to me. But, I've got the skills, but, not him. But. Pl- 
But please send us video of it. You know you why he's saying that? Because he doesn't like it when I keep making him uh, wash keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I'd be so afraid as to how long it takes to dry. I know the rice trick and everything, but it's just like, oh my yeah, God. But I saw, I've it, got a bone really to pick Jansen anyway, uh, because I forgot he came around my house earlier. Um, and basically he came around. I was meant to say something to him, but I totally forgot. What the F was that picture of me you found with the BBC computer and you put in that room? Man, I look like I've got some kind of crazy like wig on or saying. My hair's all long and I'm facing this way. <laughs> Do you see it? <laughs> no. I don't even remember that picture. It's yeah, the... you do look a bit ropey in there. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, man. But do you know what it is? Because I ain't got a beard. I look different. The funny thing is, is, Nick was making out that it was years and years ago. And then someone... I thought it was because read... I looked like that. <laughs> so, so, someone read yeah. the tag on his wrist and it was like 2018. No, it's 2017. <laughs> Looks like a hospital tag on your wrist. When when was this? Were you in this this side the asylum? Yeah, I was in this? I was in the hospital. He looked like he was computer got... equipment. He looked like <laughs> it, man. And there's a new one right down there, right next to you. I'll use this one. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I love it. <laughs> oh man, um, uh, my X fifty six. Um, of course, says is uh, I just bought it. It was about four hundred dollars two years ago. It was two hundred and fifty six dollars. That ain't inflation. That's over. That's nearly double the price. That's just getting old. And then Crimson yeah. Bear put in X fifty six. It's two hundred and fifteen pound. I bought one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like, say rip? Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quick, get a refund. Get a refund. Uh, get a receipt. Uh, Jansen's like, I just found that picture on my phone. Right, let's move on to the next question. Bob Marley. Okay. Rob, cheers for that. Um, next one's from Cider Bob. Cider Bob, I bet you've been waiting for this. Uh, what's the best tech your partner has got you for Christmas? Right, I know my one. Anyone, anyone want to go or should I go? Yeah, well, that's that's because you asked everybody for it. But yeah, go ahead. So um, I was talking about this thing for ages. Does anyone remember? I can't remember what they're called now. The little robots you got on your desk. It was the first. Tamag all, what was it? Not Tamagotchi. That weren't a robot, was it? Oh my god, that was on a that was on a key. Is a Tamagotchi right. a robot? Does it move? No, it's it's a it's a game you play on. Like, <laughs> like the a... way he's just he's just, just trying. He's just shaking his head like I don't know what I've said here. My mouth spoke and I didn't think. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> back off. <laughs> <laughs> like my lips moved and, it, and he said Tamagotchi. <laughs> 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 That I was, was like, excited. That was like that scene from, um, oh, what's it called? Beetlejuice, where her lips keep moving. She keeps saying something else. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, so I, I, there was a little robot that you got on your desk, and I can't remember what it was called. It was a little. It was like a little car, like a little truck, and it had a little, it had like a little pincer thing and lift the uppy thing, like a little forklift. A lift the uppy thing. Yeah, lift the uppy thing. I like thing. that. And it came with its own <laughs> little block that it would put on your desk, and it was a robot that had a face of a little screen. It was only about three inches long, four inches long, um, but it was a little truck. And what happened was it was about 400 quid. And I saw it and I was like, this is really cool. I wouldn't mind having one of these on my desk, like blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't have a lot of money then. Me and my missus didn't have much money. And she saved up for ages and bought this robot for Christmas. Anyway, um, I didn't think she'd get it. And then she opened it on Christmas Day and I was like, oh, you shouldn't have got that. Um, it's like, well, expensive. Anyway, so I tried it out. And it was basically a little robot on tracks with a face. And it would listen to everything you do and it would hear you do things and it would learn. It would it would map out your desk, everything on your desk. 
and it would drive around on your desk doing things and, it, and come out and play with its little rock and it would move it into different places of your desk and then it had its own base charger that it would reverse back up and park back in. So you'd be on your desk and it would drive out like right up to your face and its little, it little, its little face, like the whole screen would lift up and it would look at you and it'd have a big smiley face and it'd be like, hmm, and it'd make a noise like, hmm. And you'd look at it and you'd be like, what are you doing? And it'd pick up this little brick and it'd take it over there and it'd put it there. Anyway, it was about 400 quid and it meant to have all these different things on it, like times I, and I stuff. I want one of those now. I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. Uh, was like a, uh, it was like a little Wally desk robot, but it had a proper name. Great. Are you looking up desk Craig robots? Man. No, it's a, Craig, it's a... Craig UK 2007 says, was it Cosmo? Cosmo. Or... Let me see if that's it. Or Vector. We got Vector. Robot Vector. I think it might be uh, a Vector. Uh, you, you still have it? So the Cosmo, um, the Cosmo bot, Anki Cosmo bot, or it, let me see about Vector, because it might be a different version. Vector rings a bell more. It was a ve it was an Anki Vector. Um, it's 407 quid now. Yeah. Uh, it's that got Amazon and Alexa and all that in it as well. Um, oh, great. You're going to order stuff through your robot. Listen, get me a new But you see, it's got its little brick and it's got its little charging station. Do you see it or not? He'd be ordering a sweet corn pizza. Uh, for everybody, yeah. for everybody <laughs> in the chat, I'll put a link in so everybody can see it. Um, click that link, and then you'll see that it's uh, what it is. But basically, it's a little robot that comes. It's four hundred quid, and it does all these things. And I remember when I opened it. It's probably one of the first times that me and my missus have bought proper gifts for each other, like that have been completely secret and like a proper gift where you open it and you go, wow. And I opened it, and I remember thinking, oh, man, I well wanted that. It's, like, well cool. Anyway, it's 400 quid. So I got it on the desk and that, and I'm sitting there, and the little thing's, like, driving around, and it's, it's like, picking its little brick up. And then after a couple of days, I started noticing it's leaving track marks on my desk <laughs> where it was going all the time, <laughs> like a little plastic trail. And I said to my missus, like, I said, look, that was a lot of money. I love it. It was really cool because it would do its own things, and it would, it would like, make noises to you and stuff like that. And it was a cool little thing, but I said, look, you've got to send it back, like, £400 for this little bastard to leave dirty plastic marks all over my desk. <laughs> that, those actually weren't uh, tracks or little droppings. <laughs> yeah, but what do you lot think of that? If anyone's had a look at it, what do you think of it? It is a nice little gift for someone. I'd do it. I think it looks pretty cool. But you see there, like that guy, there's a picture of a guy, and he's going, hey, Vector, take my picture. But the thing is, how often do you do that to a little robot? Like I'm sitting here playing computer. Hey Vector, take my picture. Could you? Oh, it's me. Look again at the at the mic. Do you know what I mean? The only, only problem is if he starts messing stuff up on my desk, I'm gonna smack him and knock it off. But so. what I what I think in this day and age is they've got a robot that can drive around, and their main four pictures of what it can do is: Hey Vector, take a picture. Hey Vector, set a timer. Like that's its two main selling points. And uh, like, I, I said to my missus, 400 quid, it's got to go back, like, and it went back. Stuff like that's really gimmicky as well, right? It's a lot of money. You get it, you play with it for a day, and then, like, two weeks later, it's, like, collected dust. Yeah, and it kept falling off the desk. I got a, yeah. I got a robot. But you do you know what? It wouldn't it. fall off the front of the desk. It would back up, miss its charger, and fall off the back of the desk where I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, come on, Vector. 
<laughs> I, I still have a robot, although it doesn't work entirely, but it's the robot from the original Lost in Space series in the 60s. And it's 40 years old and it's sitting behind me. It still talks, though. Really? Doesn't so... run, yeah, it doesn't kind of move anymore, but it talks still. Oh, nice. With the original the best... guy that did the voice. The best tech gift I ever got was really simple, and it was a speaker in a pillow. <laughs> so I just hooked up my phone by the cord, and then you could play a podcast. You could just listen to some soothing music before bed. And the what? person next to you wouldn't hear it. It was just like a tiny little speaker that you really? hear when you put your, your head on the pillow. And it wasn't next, expensive either. Next morning, you have a neck ache, and you kind of wonder why. <laughs> You've been sleeping on a speaker the whole night. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I've actually got Larry here. I can't show you right now, but I've got this um, alien from the 1940s. Uh, it was made after Roswell. A guy started making it. It's a lamp, and it's all custom um, made out of um, resin or hand-painted. It's about like three feet, four feet tall. Um, and they're actually worth loads of money now. They're like collector I'm, items. Um, this I, one I only have, I have one warning for Claxon though. Claxon don't make fun of Larry. It's not good. Not a good idea. What? <laughs> I was just reading, I was reading the comments. Oh, I mean, wow. I'm just saying nobody makes fun of Larry. That's a rule. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Dan said he told me not to get that little robot. Shash, your robot. Larry's cool. I ain't got How a robot. Send it back. Thing? Send it back, mate. How tall is that? Is, is Larry three foot? That's pretty well, cool. Probably up to my hip. It's quite. Does big. he talk or glow I in the dark? I can't turn the camera anything? around because it'll it'll mess up with all this stuff. Um, yeah, but does he talk or glow or glow or something? Yeah, so he's an alien and he's holding uh like a glass ball and that ball a is a, is a lamp. <laughs> no, it's a lamp. It looks and, he, okay. and his glass ball lights up. But it's worth quite a few a few quid now, I think. Cool. But um, right, let's move on. Um. Uh, Comic question. Clown says, "I can imagine this little vector getting off with my uh, off with my phone on the desk, or coming over and pressing buttons on the keyboard while I'm playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> little ramp. But I never understood it. He had a little square cube, and he had like little forks, like a forklift, and he just moved his little brick around. I d don't get it. So they started interfering with their real stuff. Yeah, I come back and yeah. everything that moved was, to that the, was the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been chucked on the floor. But it, it, I tell you, what it reminded me of. You've ever seen batteries not included?" Oh, yeah, God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, the little baby one that they fix up. It reminded me of that <laughs> yeah. one just moving around on the desk. Um, right, let's move on. So uh, cheers for that cider, Bob. Um, oh, that's not even cider Bob's question, was it? That was... Um... Yeah, oh, that, was cider cider that was cider Bob. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cheers cider Bob for that question, man. Uh, appreciate that. Right, Scooby's with the last question, and he says, uh, with um, COP26, or do you say COP26? I don't know. How do you say it? I've never even heard of it. What is it? Oh, it's like the um, uh, convention, right? Yeah, it's like the convention in Scotland at the moment about the whole of our world is basically in coming to the end because climate change. Uh, over here, you've had like weeks of TV about flooding. Everything on TV for a week was all about flooding, all about climate change and stuff like that. You've got all the leaders together to talk about climate change and what they're going to do, you know. Um, and so Scooby says, we've COP26 in the news. How long do the panel think it will be before Greta Thunberg starts to blast NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel for their products using uh, much more power. I actually like Greta Thunberg. Yeah, so do I. Give I think she's going to be... Come up with it. Did I say this last week? I don't know if I did, but she's going to be um, the John Connor from Terminator. Oh, yeah, he did say that. That was funny. She is going to be the next... She's going to be the next John Connor from Terminator, I'm telling you. But as... as uh, 
the older generation die out, she's going to be an uprising and she's going to be bringing all the youth with her with terrible vengeance against the world. Well, and they're going to so be out to start messing people she's, up. She's going to start Skynet. Uh-oh, watch out. No, I don't think she's going to start Skynet, but she's going to start something. <laughs> because well, I, I that, we went down that political uh, rabbit hole. No, because I think she, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think... Um, I think her thoughts and the way she does things is very good. It gets people. I know people. A lot of people will just go, "Yeah, little kid talking rubbish or whatever." But uh, she actually knows what she's talking about, and it's quite <laughs> funny um, because she's. Did you know she's autistic as well? Did you know that? Nope. And that's why yeah, I knew that. You knew that, yeah. And that's why yeah. she put everything that she's done all into that one um, subject, and that's exactly what I did with the computers. Uh, which is a common trait between autistic people. You find something for high functioning, you try something, and you just you just do everything about it. Um, and that's why she got so popular with what she's doing because she couldn't put that pen down, she couldn't stop, and she just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And now look to get to that level where you've got. I, I would say she's got the same influence as any kind of president or anyone else in the world because you've got such a following from uh, the people her age and younger now. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> But it was but, Paris um, Hilton, so what? Paris Hilton? What is Paris Hilton? <laughs> she, she's gone years ago, mate. No one wants her no more. Oh, no. She's got a new show now on NBC. Here Even comes. Pamela Anderson's got one over her still. Nobody oh, wants to God. watch her, but she's she's back. Should Paris we get back Hilton. to the question? Yep. She's back now with a new show on NBC. Uh-oh. Mate, all the Come. Paris Hiltons, Jordans, all these kinds of people, mate. The day's gone by. Anyway. Now, so, social, media, social media brings everybody back. No. Sorry, they're done. Is is Greta gonna take down and blast Nvidia AMD <laughs> Intel? Nah. <laughs> she I mean, know I, don't, they are. I, don't, I don't think the problem is with them, right? Like the problem is is how we produce our energy, right? Like you can consume more it's of it if it's renewable. I know. We, we, I told you we were, we were going down the rabbit well, hole. Well, have you it? heard over here? Have you ever heard of Insulate Britain? Who? Insula I have. They're the ones like um, they're the ones that keep no, they keep super gluing right? their hands to the M25. So basically, <laughs> I'm being deadly serious. Every oh, single yeah. day, they vouched. The law has actually been changed in England because they keep super gluing. Like 50 of them will come out on the M25, and if the people outside the country don't know this, M25 is the main motorway. It's a circle. It goes round London. So you could start one end and just keep going round London and come back to the same point. But it's a four or five lane. Um, motorway it's massive so what they've done is they they come out in force because they they're called insulate britain and a lot of people just think they're um, climate change people they are climate change people but they've got their own they've got their own area now mm. they've told the british government that if we just insulate our houses for free and the government back it yeah it will cut our electricity and heating cost in half which will then be a massive imprint on how much our energy is yeah um People don't realise this. They just think they're just people out to just cause ha hassle. But they have got a good reason in why they're doing it. And they're trying to get the government's attention. But what they keep doing is doing it in the wrong way. They keep coming out and super gluing their hands to the motorway, like 20 of them, and blocking up the whole of London, like traffic everywhere. They even change the law that if you do that, you'll go to prison um, for a certain amount of time. But they vouch that they're going to do it every day. So at the moment, right where I live, Every day you get on news, you're like, oh, I don't want to go on the M25 because you know you're going to get on there and there's going to be 20 dudes with their hands super glued to the floor. Obviously, just stops the motorway. You get totally stuck on the motorway. Um, but the thing is, I think you're going to keep seeing more and more of this stuff. I don't think NVIDIA, AMD and Intel are the sort of places it's going to go to. 
I think down yeah, the line, like so. yeah. um, down unless the line, they make a video game about it, that could happen. You know, well, things do snowball. Like it could start with that, and then things start changing slowly. But then, as the governments back it, then yeah, it starts going. Oh, household consumptions need to be under this and stuff like that. You probably will see that stuff come in. You know, I think the thing that you're going to see most is is people. Um, you're seeing a lot of uh, roof um, uh, solar panels right now, yeah, which can sort of run some of your electric and all your lights in your house. Uh, but I reckon going forward, there will be something that every house has its own electricity off. That's what I think will happen over time, like sustainable each house, and that's the way it will go. But I don't know why we're talking about it. It's nothing to do with computers. I really, I really think we should make a video game out of those guys that are doing the super gluing to the to the road. And just call it Crazy Bastard Simulator. That'd be great. You could do all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, then you'll have Feta, Grum- Feta Grumberg. <laughs> Feta Grumberg. <laughs> we can start out with that. Exactly. I'll have that on my pizza. <laughs> I'm, pu- I'm putting her into the game. I'm just going to switch the letters around. Yeah, Greta I Bumberg, like that. She'll be knocking on your door, Gray. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, if they can make Bum Simulator, they can make Crazy Bastard Simulator. Come on. It's all possible. <laughs> We should talk about this on the Extreme PC UK Conspiracy Podcast Night. Someday. Just like the movie podcast. Someday. <laughs> How many people want to see uh, a conspiracy podcast? Put a one in if you want to see it and put a zero in if you don't. Um, look at one. everybody reacting. <laughs> yeah, look. There's a lot of people chatting about it in that. Um, one Yoda per- says, just one... kidding. I do think global warming is a product of natural cycle of the earth and we can't stop it. Do you know what? I did think that for a little while. I did think like no. the world does go through cycles. Um, no, but actually that's true and not true at the same time. What's happening is it's speeding up that cycle. Yeah. That's Where's the vegan spaceman? Someone burnt right. him because he was we, getting all We political. need him, yes. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we did that at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I Look, reckon... The, more ones the, coming in. The... Um, the generation above me, they were just all pissheads. They used to go to the pub and they left all their kids. Do you remember? I don't know about you lot, uh, but for me, I was one of them kids where your mum and dad would go to a party and you got stuck in a room upstairs with all the coats on the bed. And all the kids were in that room. And you're like, you lot stay in there. We're all getting pissed. And you just stay in there. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're all bored. And then you'd all fall asleep <laughs> on the bed and get carried home. But then you'd find cigarettes in their coat pocket. <laughs> I never did that. This is you now we're talking about. <laughs> you're the one with a plant sitting behind you. I don't Hi, know mom, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did find those cigarettes in your coat pocket. <laughs> was, uh, I actually think I ate a cigarette. I ate a cigarette. I it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Right, well, guess what? If anyone hasn't got any more questions, if anyone's got a question you would like us to talk about, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be PC-related. It can be about anything. Uh, put it in right now, because otherwise that's going to bring us close to the end of the podcast. Um I will apologise to a lot of the people that, because uh, we've done a lot of elite again, and we have gone off track quite a lot. A lot. Do you know what though? We do That's get a lot of do. comments with people saying they do like it when we go off track and we talk about other things rather than games as well. That's so, why we're unique, man. Yeah. So if you ever, if you don't like the things we've talked about, you want it just to be about computers. You want to see more hardware. You can always Discord, uh, go on Discord, and you can basically tell any of us the Discord links there. Um, if you're a listener, you can go to extremepcuk.co.uk. Or, and, and there's a Discord link on there. Just click the button, come straight in. Um, but yeah, we're more than happy to change the podcast for how people want it to be. Otherwise, we're just going to wing it as usual. And like that's just what we do. We talk about what's worth talking about. And the main right. subject is computers, but not the be-all and end-all of what we do. Um, yep. 
Uh, comic says, if anyone's interested in this world, they should read the David Attenborough latest book. He'd done a whole program, though, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, but, he did. Uh, Connor McCraw uh, says, uh, I wonder if global warming is to blame for super volcanoes like Mount St. Helens being overdue for eruption. But you, is that the one that's in Yellowstone Park? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one that they say is going to kill the world, don't they? Can you imagine no. that? We, we do all climate change. We get it all back to the right levels and bang, that cl- volcano goes off and kills us all. <laughs> I don't think it has any bearing on volcanoes, but that, again, that's another story. Considering that maybe global warming has saved well, us wait, from some well, sort of apocalyptic event this time, considering how much these volcanoes would destroy life and the blanket to the earth in ash. Yeah, it would as well. Um, <laughs> Rectify says, this night. podcast goes off track. Never. The best Seriously, one it went on track ever was when we started talking we'll about Audi selling gaming PCs and then we ended up talking about what shopping Johnson buys on a Saturday in Audi. That was quite funny. Cider <laughs> uh, Bob says, uh, question for Gray. Did you collect all the rude cards in The Witcher? No, I don't mess with the cards. I don't even, I don't oh, do the don't cards. I don't do, cards. I don't do the game. I don't do Glint, Glint, whatever it is. Gwent, Gwent. I don't do that. Right. Nope. There's no more questions, so I would like to say big thank you to everyone for all the bits, all the follows, all of the subs. Um, I really appreciate all of you lot coming in. Um, on my Twitch stream, which has been going live every day that I'm not busy, uh, which has been a quite a few days, we've been getting quite a few people in, so I really appreciate you lot coming in, or even just opening a window for a lurk uh, really helps me out if I'm streaming, because that one number, you wouldn't believe how much further it gets you up the list. Um, and we've been getting like between 30 and 50 people. It's been amazing um, in in Elite Dangerous. So it'd be good to see you all drop by there. Um, I'd like to say to everybody, hold for the raid because I'm going to pass you all on to somebody else. It's nice to give someone a raid. And even if you're going to leave, leave after the raid takes place because it helps them out. That helps me out in return and helps the whole system out. Um, And apart from that, I really hope you've all enjoyed the podcast. Cheers, Klaxon. Cheers, Gray. And I'll see you all on the next one. Hold for the raid. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Take care, folks. Goodbye. It's not Warner Brothers. <laughs> I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. Hold for the raid, people. Hold for the raid. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you. No other can do.